Hello, spellcasters, sages, and spectators. I'm Ashley Johnson, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tap into our magical narrative by watching Critical Role as it airs on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can watch the video on demand right away, or you can catch it the following Monday on YouTube. As always, Critical Role will be available right here in podcast form on Thursdays, a week after the initial broadcast. And now, let's scry into the story and see what mysteries it holds for us, shall we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> what even? Okay. Um, First off, we have our wonderful Ashley Johnson back, finally. It's a wild Ashley at the table. (laughs) We are complete. She appears. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. That's hot. Um, So uh, that's our first announcement. Uh, Second announcement, our fantastic sponsors and our friends since the beginning of this campaign, D&D Beyond have returned this week. Sam, if you'll have a few words. I don't have much to say. D&D Beyond, uh, as, as many of you know, I am running for the president of, of, of D&D Beyond and the campaign continues. Uh, I think my campaign has been run great. I have a lot of attention and support from regular Americans and people all around the world and even better than regular people, celebrities have also endorsed me as we as we saw. But I'm required by law to give equal time to my opponent. So tonight I'm gonna turn it over to Liam O'Brien to see what he wants to talk about. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Matt, if I may. I have a vitally important announcement this evening. Um, let's be frank, over the last several weeks, the political landscape around D&D Beyond has gotten a little clouded. Uh, in a race that should be about the issues, plain and simple. Well, again and again, we see an election process lost in a haze, obscured by cheap gimmicks, third-party candidates, and an overall, do not say that name, an overall lack of focus. And while my overwhelming lead in the polls should be a comfort to us all. Well, let's, you know, the polls can be wrong. Make no mistake. (laughs) The polls can be wrong. Unlike some, I take this election eminently serious. And to that end, in an effort to shine a light on corruption and illuminate any of you still in doubt, it does me and the Everlight herself, my great honor to formally announce, <laughs> my running mate there's on the road. There's literally no one you could announce that would, that would have any chance of beating me, but go on, go on. Come with me to D&D and beyond, Ashley Johnson. <gasps> what? My running mate. What? <laughs> no. You all know where I stand. This is cheating. (laughs) Ashley, welcome back. The tabletop is yours. Speech! She can't, she's not even. Equal time. Thank you, Mr. President. (laughs) As a testament to Liam's character and judge of thereof, he has chosen me as his vice president in this campaign. To say I'm honored would be an understatement of my own achievements, so I will just say you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) 
as Liam's running mate, it is only fitting that I drop some running hate. What? <laughs> what? To the people of this great land, this man offers you not only himself, but also myself. And what is myself? Well, I can tell you what myself is not, and myself is not an alcoholic. Okay. Mm. Friends, sure. people, voters. We all watched this week's Talks Machina, oh, where no. my running mate's <laughs> opponent came out in favor of alcoholism. Alcoholism, what is this, 1956? What do you go home and watch Mad Men at night and pretend that's how the world still is? <laughs> do you want a candidate with the lily white hands of a man who has never worked a day in his life? <laughs> or someone with hands so seasoned and robust <laughs> You both imagine them tucking you in at night and strangling your enemies at the same time. There are real issues on the table with this election. Are the people supposed to rally behind a guy who looks like a donkey wearing a Jeff Goldblum mask? Or a tried and true man of the people with a smile that doesn't make you want to drown yourself in hot goat piss. <laughs> oh, and this third party candidate, our squeef, just wants to sleep with my fiance and my running mate. <laughs> right now, yes, we are ahead in the polls, but we may not always have this delicious of a lead, but let's be honest, polls are meant to be ridden. Only one person, and that person's recently announced running mate can bring order and structure to the world once more. Those two people that I'm talking about are Liam and myself, just to be clear. <laughs> so this year, hashtag vote with your Johnson. Oh, yes. <laughs> and vote O'Brien for president. Oh, and that is all I have to say. That's, oh. wow. That's my vice president. Wow. Mm. I'm compelling, convincing. I feel my whole body hurts. <laughs> I feel like I've been trampled by some sort of livestock. Yeah. So that roast of Sam Regal will be on Comedy Central <laughs> uh, at about 1 p.m. tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yo, wow. Jeff Goldblum yeah. mask. That is oh. the best funeral dirge I ever heard. Mm. Wow. You know. <laughs> Good to be back. <laughs> oh, my head hurts. My head hurts. Ow. Thanks, D&D Beyond. Uh, <laughs> be, be sure to subscribe at dndbeyond.com. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I'm going to throw up now. <laughs> back to you, Matt. Thank you, Sam. I was... Uh, Distinctly less shark costume this week, and I think probably, probably we'll all agree a little better. Um, it's okay. Take your time. Uh, I felt the searing from here. Um, so, uh, thank you, D&D Beyond, of course. Um, yesterday was the season finale of Pub Draw. If you hadn't had a chance to check it out, uh, from our fantastic friend and instructor Babs Tarr, has been helming this whole season. You've been able to watch Marisha just like just catapult her way through. Catastrophic fireworks. No, catapult was what I was going for. Catastrophically catapult her way through. Yes, exactly. Which is really kind of on brand when you consider it. Sure. sure. <laughs> Ragdoll her way um, to from from uh, a very awesome beginning to an incredible growth of skill this entire time, which has been amazing. You've all had a chance to see it. Um, they had me on as well to knock off some of my rust, and we all drew Gilmore, 
which is really exciting. Yeah. Matt, you can't draw for shit, man. It's I crazy. Know. I know. It was really like, sad. Total see. amateur hour. Bro. But uh, <laughs> if you if you missed it, want to check it out? The VOD is here on our Twitch, or you can see it tomorrow on our YouTube. So keep an eye out for that. Um, also, as a reminder. Many of our shows, including Tox Machina and Critical Role, are available in podcast format, podcast format, <laughs> talk for a living, uh, on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. So look for the black Critical Role logo after searching in your favorite podcasting app uh, to check it out. You can go to Critical Role or critroll.com slash FAQ for more details. Um, we also have one more week left of our Kickstarter. Yeah. Seven days. Seven days left. Seven days. That's your favorite phrase, Travis. Stop. I just yeah. wanted to keep it on the Kickstarter. Can we not make it about the ring? <laughs> so yeah. On that note, um, speaking of which, uh, nope, Sam, Sam set the, the the secret stretch goal that if we if we manage to hit ten million by the end of this, uh, we're going to. To put all in on filming Travis going through the hauntedest of houses. Okay, wait, you have no idea. Yeah. You have no we, idea. Do we get to go with him, or does he have to go by himself? There are the no hunt? rules to this secret stretch goal because I mean, it was invented on the fly. Can we, can, we, can we talk to them about us working the haunted house while he's going? I don't want to get an angel mask. Yeah. We, don't, we know where it hurts. No, it's better if he doesn't know. I've never behind. struck, nor will I ever strike a haunted house worker. I am too busy screaming, peeing myself, and hiding in the corner. <laughs> Pure entertainment. <laughs> you, have, you have it coming too. It's, I'm so excited. It's achievable. This goal is achievable. Whenever the world gets gets a little dark and the weight on my shoulders in the morning gets a bit heavy, I stop and close my eyes and reminisce about the times at Halloween Horror Nights that we let Travis go first. <laughs> and we don't and need it, to hit it brightens the my day immediately. No, we don't need to hit the last. Oh, like you have Freddie Mercury with you. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting the high notes. It's so beautiful. Mariah Carey. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Anyway. Uh, Looking forward to to hopefully that in no worries or not, but uh, excited to see this Kickstarter come to a close and for us to get cracking on this. Um, thank you, everybody, everybody who's put in their support to help this become a reality. Let alone on the scale that it is, this is incredible. Uh, we're still blown away by it. Um, and uh, that, as if that wasn't crazy enough, uh, earlier today we announced that our special campaign end of stream party we're having next week after the game. That night is happening uh, with a very special guest, uh, Joel Hodgson from Woo! Mystery Science Theater 3000. Joel, um, still not real. Which is crazy. Uh, one, because they were previously the uh, the top film media <laughs> Kickstarter, and we they've been very, very supportive, and as we kind of waved to them as we barely crossed that line past, and so Joel's is coming to support and be a part of this, which is incredible, and it's equally crazy because I grew up watching uh, him constantly, so this is really surreal for a lot of us. Um, but he'll be here as part of that party after next week's show. Um, for more details, go to critroll.com uh, and to join our campaign, critroll.com slash animated. And we have one merch update from you, Laura, I Yes, I just wanted to let you guys know to keep your eye, if, if you are wanting dice and you haven't been able to get our blue wild mount dice set, they should be going back in stock tomorrow. Oh, cool. So, woo! That's all. I just what's, wanted to let you know. What's on your head? Oh, this this old beanie. This is our this is our, this is our prototype that we just got in uh, for our Kickstarter. Uh, one of our swags. So yeah. It just says critical role. That's pretty legit. That's, That's pretty hot. So yeah. This so we wanted to wear it tonight for like a, for like a sewing sewing show or something. Yeah. 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 It's cute. Yeah. 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 All right. I believe that. 
brings us to the end of our announcements, so thank you for your patience. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring us in to tonight's episode of Critical Role. <laughs> So, last we left off, the Mighty Nine had discovered that an attack on Felderwin back in the Empire had ended with Yeza, the, the husband of Nott, from long before, absconded and dragged all the way to Jorhas, to the city of Gordranus, the previous capital of the betrayer gods of the Calamity and now the center of the Kryn dynasty. Traversing the dangers along the way, you made your way across the wastes, under the actual crust of Exandria, and through into the City of Beasts, doing deeds and making allies, eventually gaining a chance to have a conversation and gain some favor with the Bright Queen herself, the center of the dynasty. Upon which, after a bit of a tussle and a moment of tension, you bequeathed onto her, and thus the dynasty, the Dodecahedron the beacon of which you've carried for oh so long, which seemingly is an extremely important religious relic within the society. In doing so, you gained quite a bit of favor with this side of the war. You were given the freedom of Yeza and a few uh, medallions to show your status as a friend to the Bright Queen as you are now traveling essentially in enemy lands from where you began and may run into a few situations where others might not be as excited about your presence. So, with that, you were given a couple of leads for possible work or ways to continue your uh, positive climb within the dynasty. You were given a place to stay within the Dim's Inn in the Galamafri district of the city. And you all, after getting some rooms, and making some plans for the following day, took a night's rest. So, you all gradually wake up the following morning, well rested. Strange 
to you all that upon looking out the windows, the sky is still dark, though you still are you know, fairly certain that it should be mid-morning. Uh, you've both already gone downstairs as we left on last session, had your breakfast conversation and uh, friendship bro hug. The rest of you, what would you like to do? Oh. I'm sleeping in. Yeah. We're all sleeping oh, in. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. All right, well, gonna, that was a good game, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should all go downstairs and I think talk it's, I think point. it's time to have some breakfast and maybe uh, I think I'll head downstairs. Uh, are you awake yet? I don't know. I'm, I hopefully didn't keep you mm. up. No, I'm awake. Seem more alert than, than you've been in a while. <laughs> I do. How come? I don't, well, you know, we've. I've been. I've been trying to give you more caffeine. Caffeine lately, maybe it's just to give you a little. Yeah, I've really up, noticed. I think it makes a difference. Uh, you know, adding a little bit more caffeine. It's the green. It's a heavy green tea. It's, it's the got heavy a good green tea. Pickup. Yeah, I like it a lot. Do you want some breakfast? Yeah, I'm very hungry. Oh, let's go downstairs. <laughs> I'm gonna take a little bit of time alone in the room since Bo is gone to just. Journal and draw some stuff and let the traveler know exactly what we've been doing. Okay. All right. Ford. Yep. Anything in particular? You're just going down to join <laughs> folks. Yep, going down for breakfast. <laughs> just okay. the use. Find some bacon. <laughs> okay. Well, as some of you begin to head down the stairs, um, and you guys are finishing your conversation, uh, you glance over and see that uh, Gavin, the the owner of the the inn, of the Dim's Inn, kind of approaching the table with a kind of wide-eyed and smiling through a bit of you know, tense uh, wrinkles in the sides of his eyes. Uh, terribly sorry to bother you. Um, your um, your beasts that were delivered are scaring awake the customers. If you could. Oh, where are they? Uh, where yeah, we, we should. Uh, and he points out there, and as soon as he points, you hear. <laughs> Ooh, right. Yeah, the more bounders. Um, we should probably do something about. That. I think we just let them off the leash and just have them at it. <laughs> Spash it up a bit around here. No, wrong thing. First in the morning. All right, I'm open to suggestions. Is there a place that you would uh, recommend us uh, putting them up so that they do not bother the uh, people in the area? Stable of some sort? Uh, your, your best bets would probably be the Coronas, but uh, I mean, keep them chained up, just not by the front, please. You if you understand. A, if, if we were to keep them on the prem premises, is there a particular uh, uh, place that you would uh, most like them to be hidden if, if you had your, your pick of, of? The back. That would suffice. We'll, we'll we'll take him into the back. No problem. I'm just going to leave a gold coin on the on the table and place. He snatches it up. Um, That's fair. So at some point in the night, it seems that your moorbounders were delivered and chained to the front exterior of the tavern. Um, they're all the chain wrapped around uh, some of the front porch kind of load bearing pillars that hold the the uh, what was the second floor balcony, and two of them are starting to. Kind of bow a bit from the tension, and the three of them are just kind of sitting there, kind of curled up in the front, pulling at the chains. One of them's kind of biting at the side of it, and people are keeping a very wide berth around your creatures. I don't know. Maybe they should be paying us. It seems like extra security for me. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I can understand, like, it is does create a certain selective clientele of people who feel comfortable coming within certain distance of a carnivores such as this. Are they carnivores? Are they omnivores? One of them proceeds to relieve itself in a heaping warm pile. Right. Yeah. He's comfortable here. That That's giant fair. horse panther is definitely a carnivore. I slam open the door from the top of the stairs. Do I smell yarn ball? <laughs> yeah, he's out front. Want to come say hi? Come on, Nugget, let's go! Nugget kind of catches up. Still kind of recovering from the battle the previous day, a little bruised and dinged up, but comes up and licks the back of your hand. Don't get too close to Yarnball, remember? She will eat you. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's take them around back, why don't we? Uh, All right, yeah. Okay, walk out front. Take them by the chains. Those, those of you who are bonded to them, yeah. <laughs> the rest of you, without the touch of, of the, the, their trained master in the immediate proximity and a kind of a a slight pet to keep them calm. Like as soon as Ford emerges, the one goes. Yike! Halt dein Mund. Good. Good. We spent so much money on something that's going to eat us one day. Yep. <laughs> Come. I think it was a good investment. Come. You know, speaking on the investment part, going off of what Ford was saying with security. Maybe we could like loan them to the local guard or something for a light fee while we're here. I just don't think Yonba will listen to anyone but oh, that's me. That's right, they eat people, <clears throat> that's right. I think maybe if they need people eating, we could uh, uh, let them, but I, I think they probably have a system for that. I, I'm overthinking <laughs> it now. So what are we up to this morning? Well, I had some errands, we had some errands to run if I recall. That's right, we were going what to split up. Weren't we? Oh, we were, we're going, going to talk to, to, to the, the library. Yeah, library, blacksmith, look for some general groceries. Could use a diamond. Could we use could a, use a diamond. Could Ooh, use a, some some. We could use a diamond. Goals. Raise your hand if you want to go seek knowledge and looks at books and stuff. I guess. Yeah, okay. Oh. We're the only enthusiastic ones about this. No, I mean, that's fine. Know. We're just deciding who goes where, right? I mean. Yeah. Sure. I'm more of a browse, shop browsing and a blacksmith kind of. Before you guys leave, if you guys want us to buy diamonds, somebody help, because uh, I don't think we have enough money to buy a bunch of diamonds and stuff. That is a good investment. Uh, yeah. They give us all their money. Uh, well, not all, all of the money. Well, we it's can. It's a really good thing we're doing. It is. It's. it's I mean, it's just better we safe than sorry. We could also buy some candy and some pretty dresses if we <laughs> want to with their money. We could. How much d does your diamond need to cost? Three hundred. Oh no! Let's take a look. There's a. There's a. There's a bigger one though now. I oh. place uh, twenty platinum in Jester's hand. Oh, you, you didn't need that. We're about to go find books and stuff. I, Thank you, Caleb. Jester is going to take that. If we are going to be exploring this country, we don't know what we're going to run into. So that is for you the party. Paper and ink. Yeah, I think they're all 500 GP. If I remember. We'll figure that out. What? 300 was Revivify. Revivify, uh, the, yeah, the size of the diamond. Revivify is, is the 300 gold worth of diamonds. Yeah. 500, uh, 500 for, for, for the erased mm -hmm. yeah. I hand over 50 gold. That's 250 total. Okay. I'll hand over another 50. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Shooting nice. total? 800? Uh, eight, would, eight would be nice, but that's also assuming we're going to find some But we can also some put diamonds. some of yeah, our money, money in. Ourselves, yeah. I can, I can You're going to give some money yeah, I'm to I'm coming you. with you. Oh, that's fun. Here, I'll give you 100 gold. Thank you, Nott. Everyone's, everyone's pitching in, that's good. 
It's a team effort. This is, again, assuming that we're going to find. True. Yeah, but I feel like there's got to be some nice things. You saw the Bright Queen's armor. They've got that really cool it stuff here. It's very pretty. I, I think there were opals on it. I like opals. Oh, so beautiful. They are the best. Should we meet up at a certain time and or place? Back at the end? Uh, or... Sure. And Back at the end and send a message. Uh, just send a message if you decide that we should meet somewhere else. All right. Uh, you, you, you all are. Go, you, who, who's going with you? Is it you two? I'm going with me. And Ford the is three coming of you. Too. Yep. Would you, would you do me a favor? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're generally shopping as well. Sure. Would you do me a favor and also um, look for some packing paper? No, we'll, we'll take care of that. But oh. a, a straight razor. Do you need the shave? Does he need a shave? Yasha can do it. He always needs you? to shave. Okay. I can always give you another shave oh, again. Well, that's good, you know, You know, for fun once in a while, but I don't want to trouble you constantly. And no, it's really no trouble. <clears throat> I really, I actually really like doing it, but I understand if you want to have something a little bit more portable. I mean, you're very portable. You, you can walk yourself anywhere you need to go. That's true. That's we will do that later tonight. Still, please look for the sure. razor for me, okay, but. Okay, straight razor, <laughs> yeah. got it. Okay. You know what, Caleb, if it's all right with you, I think I'll go with the shopping party as well. Because Yeza might need some new clothes and stuff, and I can take him along as well. Of course, and you have enough. Some shoes might be good too. Yeah, maybe we'll just go shopping. And Do you have enough coin? I'll, yes, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. What about you, Bo? You want to come with the shopping party and make the flip flop complete? Send Caleb out there by himself. I mean, as humorous as that is to me, I'm gonna. I'm interested in books. Yeah, yeah. It would be best not to send anybody solo anywhere. Yeah, it's always good to have a buddy. Especially someone buddy system. Buddy system. Yeah. Buddy system. Buddy system. Buddy system. Before oh they leave, though, I want to talk to you, Bo. Oh, yeah. I have a really important thing I need to ask of you. Do we need to do we need to step away? Are we good? Yeah, let's step away. You step away. <laughs> <laughs> step away. When you're in the library, I need you to do something for me. Okay. I need you to draw a couple dicks in the book, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Just okay. Make sure it happens because I won't be there to do it for myself, and it's really important. Mm-hmm. Is this part of TravelerCon? You mentioned that, like, slightly? Sure, yeah, let's say that, sure. It's definitely for that. Oh. Also, if you want to draw, like, some people, like, like naked in there, or, sure. like, um. I'll look for the ass trumpeters that are sometimes in the margins. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it'll yeah. just blend right in. Oh my gosh, that would yeah. be so wonderful. It'd be great. Thank okay. you. Oh. I, I just got that reference, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's the two of you heading towards the conservatory? Yeah. Marble Tomes? Yeah, Marble Tomes. And the rest of you are fine. At what time? Hi, 12 o'clock. You got your medallions, right? You're, you're two <laughs> humans on your own. You've got your medallions of, mm. of protection, right? That's a really yeah. good point. The medallions that the Bright Queen gave of us. Okay. If anyone gives you trouble, have that at the ready. Not in a back pocket. Not hey, in you a, listening? Yeah. Have that in what? your front pocket, ready to ready to flash it. All right, Veth, we have it. Let me see it. Okay. You, pa you pass, Bo. That's a stick. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I haven't showered in a while. What are you doing with a random ass stick in your armpit? Look, we went down a well. You know what? 
I fought Dyron in the woods. Mm-hmm. Kevin, there's a lot's happened. I think you should probably bathe soon. It's bad. I think you're fine. I don't smell anything, actually. I don't smell a single thing. Yeah, I don't smell Okay, let's let's break. Okay. Ready, break. Oh. Well-oiled machine. Alrighty. Level nine. Level nine. Alrighty, so. You guys part into Rosona. Um. Where are you guys heading first? What are you looking for? Um, I'm trying to find a f- the fine c- fine blacksmith because I'm still trying to find somebody who can do something okay. with this. Well, investigation check. Oh boy, can I get some help with this? Help yeah, you can do. It. So this is yeah, you can each roll independently or yes, independently. My inve- investigation okay. is sad. Twenty. Oh. Five. Okay. Well, be be glad that Ford helped. Uh, half the journey is you like taking Caduceus and going. I, I think it's this way. So. It smells so good over there. I that's just that's pottery shop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but eventually, oh you come upon. Oh my god. You know that gif of Will Ferrell like trying to drink wine while he's in the moving bed and it's spilling everywhere? One of these days. I'll one of these days. Says, I'll yeah. see what it says yeah. on, on later. I'll, on Monday. Oh my god. Man, wow. that's a special, special boy. So after That's all yours, actually. Uh, it sure is. After what what could have been a bit of a meandering uh, bit of travel through your keen eye, you guys managed to come upon a place called the Hammered Call. Um, it's uh, it's not robust in its size, but it seems well built and sturdy, and uh, you can smell the burning materials that are used to maintain the forge. And uh, you can you don't hear any hammering necessarily at the moment, but it does seem to be a, a fairly uh, well constructed smithy. Um, as you approach the front door, there's nobody currently in there doing business, um, but you do see in the back corner in the middle of eating what looks like some some sort of gray-brown material out of a small satchel, a, a tall and built half-orc. Um, you see like a thick chin beard of tough, coarse black hair, uh, bald head, arms covered in tattoos from like mid-bicep right down to the wrist, um, wearing thick leather apron, uh, trousers, no shirt under the vest, um, and is just kind of sweating on the very edges, the interior temperature itself as the forge was only probably recently uh, put to use before he stopped to take this break, so it's pretty warm on the inside. Um, Seems kind of taking a big mouthful of whatever he's eating and stops, continues to chew and just looks at you all with these very focused eyes. Uh, excuse me, friend. Yeah. Uh, are you the uh, artisan that operates this, uh, this these amazing devices? Takes this little feed satchel off and sets it on the side and stands up. And standing up, he's pushing about seven foot. He's he's a very oh. tall bugger, so he's about as tall as you are, eye to eye. Um, and just just this guy's been doing a forge for a long time. the The immediate comparison of half orc him to half orc Ford is is it's a Laurel and Hardy sketch. His neck has a six pack kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I'm familiar with your kind. 
Uh, we honestly, uh, my my family, we don't travel that often. We had to stay where we are. Uh, I haven't seen any any uh, fur bogs at all since I've uh, come to this city. But welcome, thank welcome. You. Thanks for coming around. Oh, it's a pleasure. I've, we've been having a lovely time. Hmm. So, uh, I work here. What you need? Well, I have a bit of a conundrum, really. I've I've uh, I have this blade that that I came across in sort of. Uh, Shall we say um, sp- spectacular circumstances? <clears throat> and I've been trying, hoping, as we've traveled across across the land, and we have traveled very far, to find someone who would know how to bring it back to life. It's uh, something I've been knowing that I will find eventually. Yeah, look. yeah. And takes it. And tattoos are beautiful and intricate. Um, Recognize they, they, anything on them? Uh, make a perception check. Ooh, that I can do. Oh, no, better than that. Oh my god, my number's now. 19. 19, nice. Um, what looks to be just a series of lines that kind of wrap around each other, almost almost like a soft maze-type design. As he reaches out and takes the blade, you look underneath the forearm, and it looks like there is an actual kind of, like a, there's a jaggedness to it at times that seems intentional, like it's a, sh- it's a shape of something. It's not just the design. It's capturing some sort of un, or, Ungeometric, not geometric shape. I have a friend who's trying to learn how to how to tattoo right now. That's some spectacular work you have there. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. If things go well. I may send send her around if that's if you if you are all right with that. I think she would be most impressed. Well, certainly, slap a look, but not something you can really teach. These are important in my my hometown, so. Mm. Wouldn't recommend her giving them out. Oh no, I just think she would really enjoy seeing them. Your uh, your hometown. Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> kind of gives you a look over. Make a persuasion check. Yeah. That's cocked. Cocked. Twenty three. He looks you over and kind of grins and goes, <laughs> "You're inquisitive, runt. I like it." Um, well, these these tattoos are from a uh, place in the Grand Wildlands where I grew up, the Barothkra. Uh, it's a village out in that area in the Rhine Plains. Barothkra. Yeah. Left home when I felt an urge to travel south, learn more of my craft. You know, found the dynasty, and well, here we are. So these are these. Are designs of the nearby Dunrock, on the north side, where our village and our hunting grounds were. Thank you. That's, that's very interesting. We are, this is actually our first day, if you can call it that, uh, in the city. We've never been here before. Yeah, you're. Uh, where are you all from? You're asking me my background. I'm real curious now. Oh, I'm. We're from from everywhere. All of us, different places. I'm from a, a very very. Uh, very small temple that's uh, deep in the forests, uh, north of the Empire, very far north. Oh, that's, that's kind of where I'm from. Oh. What forest are you from? Well, I mean, it's, I don't know if you've ever been there before, but uh, have you ever heard of the Blooming Glow Grove, or? Blooming Grove? Can't say I have, sorry. The Grain Wildlands, any of that? Grain Wildlands is where I'm from. But, oh. But there's only really, You've never heard of the of the of the, of the Blooming Grove before. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait. 
the bone orchard? That sounds familiar. Nah, I thought that might. I never got used to that one. Wait, are you you're saying like the Savalier Wood? Uh, yeah, I recall that's what people said. You live in a Savalier Wood. Yeah, if I recall. If I recall. <laughs> you're a crazy motherfucker. That's what some people have said, that's fair. All right, all right. <laughs> you're uh, so vertically challenged. Everyone uh, like you from the Marath, Marathkra, <laughs> the same, you know, stature? Generally, yeah, we're big. Oh, you should see the full-blooded orcs up there. Plenty of them, and they're uh, a little bigger. Well, one of the clans, anyway. Yeah, not as uh, <clears throat> not as huge down in the Menagerie Coast um, from uh, Port de Mali. Oh, you went and grown up in some of their human territory. Yeah, not not too many of us. Uh, Explains a lot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, you do the best with what you got. Um, Don't be ashamed of that, son. No, I ain't ashamed. Now look at you, you're, you, you're mobile. Me, I, I hit things real hard, but uh, so most of my day in here where it's bothering me with the heat. You've been from the Menagerie Coast, I imagine you've seen it quite a bit too in your days. It doesn't uh, bother me so much. Good. Has saved my life on a couple of occasions, actually. Yeah, it's true. He he can carry a barrel with only just a little bit of assistance from one of our ladies. Okay, you know, disregard my little goblin friend over here. She's uh, excited by big muscular types. I've seen it, sir. He can lift almost many almost, barrels, almost five, many barrels by himself, himself. Yeah, unaided. One, yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's he stopped paying attention at this point and is looking over the uh, mm. the the handle and the the hills and the edge of the very bottom part of the broken. It's intriguing. Blade. Yeah. I mean the uh, the technique used in the construction of this thing is definitely while we're on the topic from up north. What people have told me, I, I just keep yeah. hoping that I'm going to find somebody who knows what to do with it. It's Uthodernian. You have to probably take it there. Luthodernian? Uthodernian. Luthodernian, sorry. Short so, ears. It's where, them, where all them dwarves and elves live together. Oh. No. I keep, you know. I'm, that's a place that eventually I hope to go to then, or at least find somebody from. All right, well, if you do, be careful on the Rhine Plains. I mean, my folks from my village are, we're just hunting, surviving, getting by. The uh, Northern Orcs and those that begin to push into the Alps, they're, um, they're a little more bloodthirsty. Uh, any advice, one, one wanderer to another, if we ever come across your people, of the best way to keep ourselves properly ingratiated? Uh, square your shoulders and don't bow. I can do that. Okay. Absolute pleasure. Anything else I can help you with? Any other questions you got? Uh, you wouldn't happen so. to know where to get a, a, a jewel or a diamond. We're looking to buy some some jewels, if you would know if there's someone around town for that. Mm. There's probably Phaeton's gems. I haven't been in there. Not really, a, not really a gem-wearing person, to be honest. Most of the most of the finer weaponry with such adornments generally are handled by the dynasty internally, so. 
I generally do stuff. You know, I'm, I've, uh, I'm trained, but I'm not, you know, a master craftsman, if you will. They don't, they don't let us in all the finer forges. Yeah, jewelry wearing for softer folk. I'm just going to <laughs> Well, we appreciate your time and, 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 and appreciate you taking a moment of your day for that. Uh, I come in from outside. Yeah. What's taking so long? Holy moly. My friend who I was speaking of. You're really big. Yeah, you're really blue. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I like your tattoos. Those are really cool. Thank you kindly. Yeah. He's the one, uh, she's the one that, that he was talking about, about she does the great tattoos. I do really good yeah. tattoos. Do you want me to do one for you? I'm fine, but thank you. If you ever change your mind, you know where to find He's me. really good. He really does. Do you know where to find me? We're staying at the Dim's Inn or something. All right. Okay. I showed him Galleon. We're friends of the uh, Dynasty. Ooh. We're really cool and stuff. Stay on the Dynasty day. Okay. All righty, well. I didn't realize I was in the presence of uh, such whatever the word is for either your people. Yeah, don't um, judge a book by its cover, friend. <clears throat> You've been more than helpful. I'm actually going to just tip a gold gold piece for. Yeah. Time is always valuable. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Oh. Keep me keep me company here in this blasting heat. He like puts a foot down on the bellows and the forge flares up a bit, the orange glow fills the chamber a bit and the temperature jumps for a moment. Well, when we have a need, you'll be the first we find. Thank you, friend. Wait, what was your name again? Worsh. Worsh. Worsh the Tapper. Thank you. Worsh. I actually don't think we got your name at all, so no, I'm sorry. No, I'm Worsh. Uh, I'm Jester. Yeah, Jester. Hi. Caduceus, clay of the clays. Uh, anyway, we should be heading heading off. What's your name? I leave. Ooh. Shit. All right. His name's, his name's Ford. Ford. Yeah. Ford Tough. Then he kind of. Have you heard of him or something? No, he I'm just. watching this. He, he walks towards the edge and kind of looks out the door and goes, Hey. Come in here a second. I want to talk to you. What do you need? So you said you grew up in the Menagerie Coast, right? Right. Around hoity toity human folk. Yep. You walk around like you got something to prove? Is that what it looks like? From where I'm standing, yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. They don't matter. Yeah, we got a history. Some of us, we don't let that blood rule us, huh? I know you feel the anger there. Every now and then, but don't let them define you. What blood are you talking about? What? This blood. And he kind of scratches the side of his shoulder and bleeds a bit from his fingernails. They're kind of grimy, and you can see like the coal and dirt and stuff that's under them. The blood that we came from. Don't be ashamed of that. 
They uh, don't look unkindly on our kind where you come from. <laughs> don't get too many human folk up north. Why'd you come here anyway? Well, I had an apprenticeship up north. I was trying to go for it, but they, uh, it's a bit dangerous in the Alps to get to the Sanctum, so I uh, headed they south. Dangerous for someone your size? When you're traveling solo, yeah. If you had the right folk heading up that way, would you consider heading up there again? Looks around the shop. <coughs> Maybe. Making easy money here, not too bad. Uh, feeling a little, I don't know, stifled by all this night. But, uh, you know, I'm learning, I'm training. Look, I don't want to take too much of your time, I'm just saying. You're walking everywhere with your pelvis forward like that and looking to start a fight with anybody that calls you on, well, that attitude, you're gonna end up shivved. I appreciate you looking out. I'm just saying. Don't let any of that bullshit affect you. Just be confident in who you are. Don't try and prove anything. I'm trying not to let the heat get to you in here. I'm sure we'll see each other again. Warsh. Maybe Ford. Maybe. I'll reach out my hand. That goes turn stops and goes like. His fingers wrap around. Yeah, it's like a. You should have inside and kind of shoulders past you all. Whoa. I don't know how he did that. That was amazing. That was, I mean, like, did you see how many abs he had? I mean, I mean, even his advice had abs. That was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just like it just like broke through like yeah. layers of walls with that guy. It was just never. Just, I mean, how did that happen? Cool mm -hmm. tattoos, huh? Really cool Super tattoos. Super cool tattoos. They were very, I mean, very impressive. I mean, he's pretty cool. Yeah. He seemed like a super nice guy. He seemed really nice. Yeah. What else do we need? <laughs> Shoes for my husband! And yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, some, and some diamonds. Sundries and gems. Yeah. Do you have any shoes and glasses <laughs> so that I can have them? <laughs> let's, uh, let's find some sundries as I was like. As we walk, I, I pat one shoulder and I say, don't worry for it, you have really good abs too. I felt them. Just, you don't have to make me feel better And you're better taller than abs. me, you're really tall yeah, in comparison I, to me. Yep, I sure am. Yeah. That was just a very large gentleman in there. Yeah. He's, he's pretty big, but sometimes that's not a good thing, you know? Sometimes being a normal size is good too. What's a normal, normal size? size? Yeah, like me, that's a good thing. And I then somebody that's even average, bigger than normal so like you aware. are is really yeah. good too. It's like yeah. a nice yeah, thing. Shit, help me out. No, it's okay. No, it's uh, a, it, you look, I look great. <laughs> yes, you're so close to me in size. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, is some of your... Uh, Family as big as him? I don't know who my family is, so I don't think so. Insight check. 
Make an insight check. Yeah. Mm. Aggressive move. Uh, yeah. I have been waiting for something. Uh, that's a uh, uh, 22. Yes. 22? I don't know my family. Cool. Is. All right. You, you've never known your family? Nope. I'm an orphan. Really? Mm-hmm. So that guy could have been your cousin or something. You don't know. I mean, I don't see the resemblance. He did have an accent similar to yours. He did. Uh huh. A little bit of a, you know, difference. Just in the height. Yeah. But you know, you looked pretty similar in the teeth. Nope, your teeth. I'm not. I don't. You, they really didn't look alike. But you had similar oh. accents. Trying to tree in that. The way. accents was a good tell. It's, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, what? Who raised you then? Uh, uh, the kids around me, I guess, just kind of learned from being around other orphans. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't a great place. Driftwood Asylum was very. Asylum? Like an orphanage? Yeah. Driftwood Asylum? And mm-hmm. you didn't even have, you know, like your muscles to protect you. <clears throat> So you had to rely on wits and, and cleverness. I mean, to be fair, I actually was a bit bigger than other kids when I was younger. Half orcs tend to grow a bit faster, but yeah, I just tend to get pick on a lot. Only one of me around. Driftwood Asylum? Yeah. Someone named an orphanage after <laughs> wood that needs to be somewhere else or really just wants to go somewhere else? It's, well, it's just also wood that if you find it, you know, it's nice sometimes. They can make art out of it I and didn't stuff. say it was a great place. Wow. Yeah. You have layers. I feel like I just learn something new every day. Yeah. Uh, where, where to, Captain? Uh, My husband has been walking around barefoot all day. <laughs> to be fair, barefoot is a rather common uh, way that I walk around, but where we come from, it's generally a lot grassier. I've many, many rocks. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of them. Some shoes. Yeah. I, can, I hate Thank being you. barefoot. Super, super oh, this is rocks. Ford, maybe like your mom or your dad was like, like a halfling or something. Oh, that the average. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do I? Do we? Do I know where the? <laughs> Morath? Is it more Morathka? Uh, no, uh, Borothka. Borothka. <laughs> what is it? Borothka. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the spelling later. Do I know where that is? Uh, the, the stuff that I know. <laughs> make <laughs> make a history <laughs> check. Oh my god! <laughs> roll big, roll big. That's a six. Never heard of it. Yeah. Too bad. Would have been better. All right. All right. So where are you guys off to next? We need to find a, a clothing store, and then we'll look for a jeweler, someone that will sell like, jewels. Sundries and, and jewels. Yeah. Okay. Cool. While that's happening, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and jump over to these guys here. Okay. Empire Kids. So, Empire Kids. Yeah. So, you end up traveling back to the firmaments and heading to the Marble Tums Conservatory, which you had previously seen as you passed by the um, beautiful exterior of the various kind of gray and marble stone halls, the towers, and the central complex, the building there, as you approach, you can still see kind of the dull uh, green, sometimes orange glows that seem to almost like flicker and alternate in various areas in the interior. Um, As you approach, 
you do immediately notice that there are a few of the Aurora Watch, the the, the guards and soldiers of the dynasty, keeping a, a fairly tight perimeter around the inner courtyard and the approach to the central complex and building. Let's, let's watch for a second. Yeah. Yeah. You're just kind of hang back and watch people come and go okay. for a second. Uh, not many initially seem to be coming and going. It seems to be like the, whoever is there is there. About five minutes wait, and you do see two uh, drow begin to round the corner, and as they walk by, they both kind of look at you guys uh, and slow their gait and just inspect you very carefully and then continue walking. They make their way to the front, and they both stop under the Aurora Watch and begin talking to them. And one of them kind of looks back at you guys, and they both enter. Uh, that guard goes and grabs three other ones, and now four war watch begin to walk towards you. Did they show any type of credentials or do anything when they went in? Nope. Uh, well, I'm pulling mine out from my cloak, and I'm just waiting, holding it up like my driver's license. Well, thing. let's before you, let's just go up and let's just act confident. And I, talk I am to them. very confident with this. Let's go talk. Uh, yeah. All right. So you guys begin to meet them partway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. In that way, when you like, you know, a cop is walking towards you, and you're like, "I'm going to show that this show is show that that I'm cool." Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm I am, I am excited to learn. Walk towards you. You. Yeah. I know where you're, where you're coming from. Yeah. You know, I'm usually like I'm nothing to hide. <laughs> a, I have nothing to hide. Walk. All right. Yeah. Nothing to hide. Walk. All right. Uh, so as you begin to meet them partway, the guards kind of just kind of put their hands on on the side of where their blades are sheathed. Um, but the one that was originally approached puts a hand up and tells you to stop and goes, uh, Hail, what um, is your business? Yeah, uh, hello. Um, I understand this must be a very rare sight uh, in this neck of the woods. Um, strange as it may seem, we are very welcome guests of the Umavi herself. That can be checked out, of course. Step forward and let me see. Goes and takes it and. Mm-hmm. That's We're it, Lona. Mm-hmm. We're just here to do a little research by request of the Queen. <clears throat> we are here to see a Professor Wako and to peruse the stacks. Mm-hmm. Make a persuasion check. With like assistance or each? Or. Oh, you're both talking, so okay, you gather okay, both. Okay, okay. Go I'm just looking over it. 22. Okay. Um, so they're they're not buying what you're offering, but you manage to smooth it over. They look confused, but they can't really refute the symbols you guys carry. Hands it back over. All right. Um, well, uh, welcome to the Marble Tom's Conservatory. Thank you. And I can see that this makes you slightly nervous. I encourage you to do your homework. Go check it out. This is for real. Well, I will have to escort you within, so do please uh, walk ahead of me. Yeah. I will Understood. guide your path to the professor. Mm. Thank you, Sean. We follow oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get killed. All right, so um, as, he, as you guys walk towards the front, <laughs> there is uh, about 40 shallow steps that lead towards the front of this main conservatory entrance. You can see these uh, 
double doors, which are open currently. These very heavy, uh, 10-foot-tall stone doorway uh, doors that are kind of pushed outward. And you can see on the outskirts of it these beautiful carvings of some sort of design you can't really see from this angle based on where they're open. But as you enter the main area, your footfalls hit the smooth marble floors and kind of echo within the interior. And it's a very warm, welcoming uh, space on the inside. High ceilings, domed. Uh, there is what looks to be a central chandelier-type arrangement that is dangling from the top of the 25-foot high domed ceiling that is a circle of those same similar green baubles that you see glowing within the lanterns throughout the city, uh, but they are arranged in that circle. Um, in the center, there is uh, one that is designed to look like a beacon, but itself is green and glowing from the inside. Um, so it's interesting. The green light here is not a sickly green. It's 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 a warm green. It's hard to describe. Um, you know the, the the nuances in the color doesn't set you off like a lot of green coloration would. Um, but as you enter the main chamber, there is a semicircle desk. There is uh, a uh, dark elf woman there uh, in robes who is eyes closed currently. Looks to be meditating or quietly thinking. You're uncertain. Eyes open, looks forward. Her hair is pulled back and bunned tightly. Uh, she looks forward, confused, and the Aurora watch guard behind puts a hand up. And uh, They are uh, guests of the Bright Queen. They are looking for the professor. I am to escort them. She just kind of nods. Um, you guys don't see her lips move, but you hear a voice in your head go, well then, continue. Hard hits. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Caleb strides ahead. All right. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so the the one guard is with you. There's a secondary guard now, who's behind you guys. And the other one has moved up alongside you and a little bit ahead to guide you through an area that you're not familiar with, um, towards a left hallway. Uh, you continue through this bit that kind of goes back out into the courtyard. Um, it's a long, maybe 80-foot hallway. Uh, it's about 10 feet across, 20 feet high. Um, and it's got some beautiful paintings, like mural-like work on the walls, but the center, about eye level, for about five feet or so, um, is just open glass. And you can see out into the courtyard around you, and it's like walking through a hall that's in the middle of this beautiful garden uh, under darkness. Um, as you're brought to the end of this hallway, there is a spiral staircase to the right and a double door ahead of you. The guard brings you into the spiral staircase and leads you up to what appears to be the interior of some sort of a tower or another uh, smaller building beyond the central chamber that you were led to here in the Marble Tomes. You get up to the second floor, and this one section has three doors. The one to the left of you is open. And the smell gets you. When you come inside, it has this kind of very nice, soft incense-type smell, um, like a jasmine or, or lavender, very subtle. Uh, on the secondary floor, the smells that get to you are immediately more pungent. They are uh, citrusy and metallic and, and carbon-burned. Uh, a whole mixture, and they seem to shift by the moment. You hear some shuffling around, and the guard leads you to this open doorway. Professor, you have guests who have arrived looking for you. Um, just as a note, they are human. 
but they have credentials, so we will be outside if you need us. His voice goes, Okay. So let him in. And the guard kind of steps aside and gestures to both of you to enter the chamber. Do you want to, should I go first? Or do you want to I walk into the room. Okay. Uh, hello. So as you step inside, uh, it's this beautiful oval-shaped uh, den, or a study. There are some shelves with books around it. You can see there are other shelves that are have numerous glass containers that are connected to other tubes and other glass containers and coils of various brass-colored metals and uh, small burners. And you can see there is a, a large circle on the opposite end that is drawn on the floor that has different gems on pedestals at different heights around it. Um, you can see little pieces of paper, like scrawled notes that are kind of just left everywhere. It is in disarray. It's beautiful, but a complete scattered uh, sense that almost like this this once beautiful chamber was well organized and somebody came in and just tore it apart. Um, immediately, you, you as you step into this and kind of look around you, the, the, the smells you were getting are much stronger, uh, and immediately your nose kind of crinkles back, the burning, you can feel your nose hair singeing slightly from whatever uh, thick air uh, or, or, or kind of gaseous material is dis, you know, dissipating throughout the chamber. Um, and you see, turn around as you say hello, um, a female orc, um, middle-aged, um, ro rotund in robes and uh, a heavy shawl on, crazy wild like lion mane of hair that goes and covers most of her face, maybe get in front of her eyes. She has uh, what looks to be some sort of long eyepiece, like an eye patch almost, but it's a, it's a long tube uh, with like a, a reddish orange glass on the tip. Um, her jaw is a little bit uh, forward set, and you can see one heavy tusk that seems to have curled up and begun to like at least pierce or push into his part of the upper lip, where now the, the skin is pushed in. Um, but turns around and kind of looks at you. The one eye here and lifts up the other piece and kind of, and it slips down a bit and she has to readjust it. And it slips down a bit and it goes, takes it off and sets it on the desk nearby. A bunch of papers kind of to the ground as she does it. Turns back, hey, so sorry, so sorry. So, um, <laughs> hi, well, what's, um, what's, what's going on? You've, uh, Hi. Undoubtedly strange, mm. of course. What are we doing here? A bit, here? bit, Is yeah, wow. No, step forward, please. I have, uh, I have, I have not really had a, a chance to, to uh, okay, okay. Uh, do you want to, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. And she kind of leans forward and like, takes your chin and is like looking, like like inspecting a horse you're about to purchase, like opening your mouth and looking at your mm. teeth and your ears, and it's like, fascinating, huh? That's what sometimes yeah. she does bite. Uh, okay. I hate that sound. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like it. Oh. <laughs> Lifts your arm and kind of like, uh, moves I the wrist. A little. 
Huh. They yeah. come so taut, I didn't know that. All right, all right, okay. Thought, ropey. I like to keep it safe. Okay, all right, interesting. <laughs> oh, okay, and uh, how, what, what age would you put yourself at? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm 24. All right, okay, so still, still in the prime. Uh, you, you are... Um, I have no such muscles, I do right, not okay. bite. Go and grabs your chin, lifts oh. up a bit. It's okay. Uh, Oh, yes, hygiene's an issue. Not that I mind horribly, but is there a specific point to this? Just let it happen. Curiosity. Oh. Uh, and kind of like looks inside the, 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 the jacket a bit and says, oh, uh, what are these? And like grabs one of the tomes in the, uh, the pocket. Uh, mm, uh, here, look at this one. And I pull out my spell book and hand it over. This one's a little more private. Just Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Practicer of the arcane or just a hobbyist? A little bit of both. Interesting. Uh, in fact, uh, hoping to possibly, it's not our main purpose for being here today, but further the hobby, always, every day, hoping to further the hobby. Interesting. Now, ah, uh, I'm sorry, you were here looking for the professor, right? Is that you? Are you not she? I am the professor. I just hadn't introduced myself yet. I thought it was important that I cross that threshold as you are a guest in my chamber here. So. Sort of two and two together. Fair enough. I am Professor Taswako. Taswako. Mm hmm. Uh, I've been uh, one of the, uh, the top researchers, uh, specifically in development of. Uh, engineering, and uh, most recently, one of the head designers of the Conflict's uh, War Machines. Um, oh. So, I'm real curious what a couple of humans are doing here in the uh, center of the dynasty. Where, where, where are you both from, and, and what are you doing here? That is the question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a very unique question that I'd like you both to answer very honestly. Mm. You have any weapons on you? You're going to slit our throats? You want us dead? No. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen because we have these, of course. But I understand the question and I am happy to right, accommodate. Right, yes, Umavi. Yes. Yes, yeah, no, mm. that's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. No, but seriously, answer my question. I'm yeah, really we're from the empire. interested. Yeah. We are from okay. the heart of the empire. Right. Isn't right. that weird? That's very strange, mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Very. But you uh. could say, you know, we're um, <laughs> dynasty <laughs> enthusiasts. Oh, dabbling. You've come to dabble in the dynasty. Yeah. Interesting. We like walking lines and sometimes crossing them. Okay. Uh, love lost with the dynasty? Have you given up? Are you defectors? Are you, um. Are we, have are we just... given up on the empire? Yes, yes. We're uh, here to maybe gain a little bit more favor of the Bright Queen. I think she might want to utilize us as her own war machines, if you get what I'm saying. Oh, double agent, huh? You don't you don't have to say it out loud? It's mm. super. No, like, that's exactly what a double agent for the Empire would do as well. Mm. So I'm just curious, um, just checking all the boxes, you know, mm. looking looking for all the angles. I've been here for a while, and I've gotten where I am today by being very curious. So I'm very curious, you, and so I'm asking questions. Are you familiar with uh, any of the people who? hang with the Bright Queen in her chambers. I know of the dents, yeah, no, I don't belong to them, but I'm important, I do good work for them, so they let me do my thing. Understood. So, ah. <laughs> uh, I like your curiosity. We're curious as well. I can yeah. imagine to come all this way after being with the Empire, that's, yeah. that's a lot of some strong curiosity, it's very dangerous. Well, uh, we are not entirely uh, 
Would you like? Would you like some? Have something to drink? Yeah. Me too. And she walks over and opens up this this cabinet, and you can see there's a bunch of like dark glass bottles, and pulls one out, a couple of glasses, and it seems to be some sort of brackish liquor, and kind of pours in a few glasses and sets it over. Here, here, uh, to new new curiosities, huh? <laughs> I don't drink it. I drink it. Strong, but nice, smooth. Burns a little. Puts down. <laughs> So, uh. Yeah, our allegiances are a little fluid. It's true. Okay, so, you're looking for the. looking for me? Um, well, we're looking for a couple of things. One, mm-hmm. the Bright Queen herself asks that we see you. We understand you are looking for a little bit of. Assistance? Muscle? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. Mm. Just what is it? Is it personal? No, it's what there are layers. There's a, there are layers involved. Nothing you need to worry about. Oh, you can be honest with us, Waka. Okay. Uh, if you're looking for work, you're looking for things to to be useful. Maybe there's money to be had, and I could write you some more favorable things because uh, this job uh, would really be a great service to what we're doing against the Empire. Well, so we are uh, trying to this would be in. a great way to to show your show your support. That's what we are attempting to do, <clears throat> and, and trying to learn a bit about our new digs, I great. suppose. Great, 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 great. Okay, um, so I've been designing a couple of new of. Uh, and some 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 fun some fun weapons of uh, of fairly intense destruction. So um, the last batch went out, heading westward, and we were going into this new design over at the steelworks, not far from here, up to the northeast, by uh, the where the Vermalock meets the uh, Penumbra Range. Um, and uh, there's a place called called the Deep River Mining Camp. That's uh, part of the steelworks. The steelworks were built around it actually when the war began in this. It's a, it's just a long story. What's that name again? Deep? deep uh, the Deep River Mining Camp, and it's the, uh, like, Kosrin Steelworks is primarily where, uh, where I'm gonna be needing some help up there. Uh, there's, um, it's been on lockdown. It's a troop of, of these giants kind of stormed in and smashed up the place and killed a bunch of our people, and uh, most of them had to flee to the east outside of the, uh, the, the Vermalock, and they're just kind of in a holding pattern, so we, Common or expected? No, it's the first time it's ever happened. Things have been great. This doesn't make any sense why they would do this. The giants live up in the mountains. I don't know why they're sitting pretty in the middle of the forest, Mm. sitting right squat in the middle of the work that I need them to finish. So, um, they uh, thankfully had already moved the last batch and the last war body out, Uh, so at least the the bloodshed was minimal and we didn't lose too much of my work, so that was good. What is the Uh, nature of these war machines? Uh, there's nothing for you to worry about. Just say that they're very, uh, very useful. So um, the uh, the mine that's attached there is a vast uh, iron uh, <coughs> bearing mine, but also copper, which is pretty rare in these parts and kind of essential to a lot of mine designs. So uh, now that that's come to an end, that's problematic. Uh, there's also uh, well, the uh, the foreman Bodo is he's a right prick. And the foreman, Bodo, he uh, runs the steelworks there. We we work together because we have to, but he's um, he's a right bloody thorn in my ass. So um, 
I'm sure he's doing his best to try and get this whole situation taken care of, but one, I don't trust him, and two, the last thing I want is for him to pull this off. So uh, if, if you're looking for work, I would love just the two of you? No. We got friends. Big friends. High places. Strong friends. Mm-hmm. Go and take down some giants, friends? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. She gets in real close again and looks at you. Uh, sure, hey. I lift up my abs, Jersey Shore style. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. All right, so you got friends, you got giant killing friends, great. Okay, so uh, I need you guys to take your friends. I need you to go to these steelworks, uh, maybe maybe go talk to whoever's still around, if probably have an encampment outside of the, the Vermalock, not far from there, and just uh, whatever you do, tell that foreman to fuck off, get the work done, and allow us all the capabilities to gloat that we succeeded where we failed. Understood, that sounds very doable. Yeah. Great, wonderful. Ah. The, uh, woman who likes coming out on top. Oh, always, that's why I feel. Why does this foreman not want to work with you? Is he not? No, we work together. No, okay. Is he not sympathetic towards the, the war effort? And oh, we're both working brilliance? for the war. Look, you can still work together and still find them a fucking asshole, Man, right? Man, the fucking truth. See, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, it's just, uh, it, let's consider it a little, uh, little business competition, okay. you know? Yeah, sure, you can build stuff, I design it, who's better, right? Huh? <laughs> well, I don't want to. Overstep my bounds, but I mean, feels like you he, you need someone to build it for you. I need right? it, you know. but could he build it if I wasn't designing it? No. No, but right? see, you guys, it's a cycle. You like you lean on it. It's it's fine. We'll go kill your giants. Yeah, you'll know your business better than we do. I would rather uh, speak about recompense if that is all right with you. Oh yes, of course, of course. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, right. And she turns around and she there's a chest on the side and she kind of like. Us down below and turn around. Turn around, turn okay. Around. Turn around. You hear some rustling, a couple of footsteps over somewhere, something falls. God, shit! I kind of check, on Make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. It's not good. It's not good across the board. 10. You managed to glance over and you unfortunately missed most of what happened. All you see is returning to the chest with what looks to be a small set of keys. Okay, and she back. unlocks it, opens it up, and starts pulling things out. It's like, ah, I don't know. Ah, so pulling out small boxes, pulls out like a. Bag of holding over there, what is happening? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out some things that might be useful for a couple of Vex Empire kids that like to go kill giants and shit. You know, ping, ping. Like I'm, there's a couple things in the ground, kind of scattering of, of, of knickknacks, and she pulls out a few things. All right, so I got a. Let me see. And she dumps out uh, a bag onto the table and a bunch of gems just <laughs> scatter out in a pile. Sapphires, emeralds, rubies, all, all, all sorts of just precious gems, some rough, some well cut. It's just, <laughs> and she looks at it and goes like, uh, and she grabs that eyepiece and puts it on again. And like in a matter of seconds, seems to do counting in her head, puts both hands down and <laughs> scoops uh, half of it into 
her bag and goes, ah, grabs two more. All right, 6,650 gold. Sorry, 8,650 gold worth of gems. Pulls it taut on the table, puts the rest over into a little satchel and throws it back into the side there. It scoots next to the other pile of knickknacks. Or, or you can grab a couple of uh, these interesting fine things. And that would be? Yeah. I, I know a few of them. I just kind of collect things. Uh, are they items? Or are they magical items? You can uh, make a dis- make a perception check. I'm okay. Oh, why? Wow, what? Fucking bullshit. What? Uh, Twelve. Okay. You can see there's 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 a couple of <laughs> like broken idols uh, made of stone. Uh, a lot of it's kind of just general kind of. Knickknacks and shit, um, but in the mix there, she come, walks over and starts pulling some things out. She picks up one of the boxes, opens it, and ah, ah there's a little ring here. I've been told this is this is quite potent. Mm. Um, she sets it aside. She goes and takes it's like a broken sword blade. She goes and grabs a uh, uh, a little bobble and rolls it off. She goes and grabs a uh, a, a thick bundle of. of Cloth and goes ha ha ha. This and you can see what looks to be this dark brown robe with like red and gold trim. This also, uh, I will have to go ahead and, and recheck to see what this does, but it's supposedly enchanted, useful. Sets it up do you on the mind table. Mind if I check these? Oh yeah, you can do that. Yeah, but I should probably check too, so we can both be on the same page, right? Right. Sure. <laughs> she takes her little thing down, the eyepiece. I cast detect magic. All right. Um, the ring, the robe, both give off a magical pattern. What about the broken sword um, uh, a very, very, very faint magical essence in the broken sword blade. Um, there is also a, a staff, like a, a twisting staff that kind of spirals, um, and at the end of it, it looks like it's a it's a grasping hand. The fingers kind of clawed inward, but it's all wood. Um, that gives off a strong magical aura mm-hmm. as well. It's a ring staff, faint on the broken sword, and, the, and a robe. Yes. As she pulls her eyepiece down, she kind of focuses for a second, and you see this little flash of orange light in the middle of it. And she glances back and goes, Right, all right, so uh, this ring, uh, it's, a, it's a ring of evasion. It uh, helps you uh, avoid dangerous things if perhaps you weren't as nimble to get out of the way in time. <laughs> That's useful. This is a robe of far patterns. Uh, if, uh, if it's initiated, one, it, it helps you defend yourself a little bit more, kind of withstand some of the uh, blows and cuts that you might come upon your journeys in these dangerous lands, but uh, also on the inside, a little peek, little peek, and she opens up the robe. Oh, it's just cloth. I guess you have to initiate it, but I guess, I guess if someone gets in your way, you can give them a little glimpse of uh, places far and dark and might kind of spook their brain a bit. <laughs> nice. Whoa. Knowledge they're not supposed to have, all that no. fun stuff. <laughs> You'll know all about that eventually, won't you, wizard boy? Ah. So, and uh, this, uh, this staff here, eh, this is a staff of withering. This is, uh, this thing's pretty fun. Uh, it can um, can hit something, and uh, if initiated, ooh, it can just kind of suck some of that life out of the thing it hit. It's great. <laughs> and, uh, did you cover the ring? I can't remember. The ring was evasion. Yeah. Ring the of ring evasion. was evasion. So um, ring, the broken, robe, broken sword. Broken sword. We don't know yet. We don't know. 
No, it's yeah. too. It's it's like very faint. It's barely there. Okay. And a question to you: um, Are you offering a, a pick of one of these or all of these, or what is the deal we're well, talking I about? Do you have pick two of these, or you can take the gems? May I discuss this? Well, with one you? and a half, I suppose, if that's what you're feeling. Uh, May we have a moment? Yes, please. Take Could your you time. turn around, please? It's, and it's my room. I'm not going to do that, but thank you. <laughs> but you can, you can go. Oh, uh, uh, here. This will help. This will help. Uh, <laughs> do you know that cantrip? Uh, yeah, I can cast it at an unlimited amount. Uh, okay. I am very tempted by the things she is showing me, but I yeah. find it hard to go back to our group with uh, no coin and these. What if we do, like, take the gems as a down payment, and then we come back for an item? Didn't seem like the deal she was offering us. I'm counter-offering, I'm negotiating, man. Okay. okay. I'm just saying. Because, I mean, we gotta come back and report that we've done things, right? So we can do halves and halves, and then maybe we can figure out what we want, or we can just take items. She said two items? Yeah, yeah, that robe and that ring are very tempting to me, but... Uh, I mean, I think Caduceus would love that staff. I don't know, I, I've, I've had trouble convincing you that I am not an asshole, and I, to go back to our party with nothing in hand for the rest of them does not seem wise to me. Well, we're coming back in hand with a job. A pro bono, if I come back with stuff. Well, we know where the stuff is. Can take the gems now, because we know gems are good. And potentially come back for stuff at a later time. Does that make sense? It's a simple plan. Sure. What do you, what, I don't know. No, I mean, I want the stuff, but it just doesn't seem wise. Let's take the uh, gems. We take the gems. Okay. Take the stuff! Boring. Take the stuff, it just, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't keep the stuff, maybe. Maybe show everybody in the group all the stuff. <laughs> and, we like, and we decide who gets it later. <laughs> pigeons out here, crazy. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, sorry about that. So, <laughs> Maybe we should ask about the down payment thing. <clears throat> sure, uh, we have a couple of questions. Yeah. My associate will start. Fire away. We are very intrigued by your menagerie of offerings. Um, however, it is hard to make an educated decision based on the current amount of knowledge that we have. So would you be my fair lady? Uh, Interest, okay. would you, professor, woman of deep knowledge? How about Professor yes. Waco? Be interested in a down payment of some gems, and then maybe we come back for an item of our choice in the future, or trade more work for more of those items. Make a persuasion check. Super my strong point. Eventually, it's got to roll well. This is one. Switch to Get that twenty. Get that twenty. Maybe that's it was hobby. almost a 19, but instead it's a two. No, it's a three. Uh, oh, we got oh, it. Three, we got six. I <laughs> uh, see, there's this kind of thing where I just met you and your humans and already kind of in a, a strange place. Mm -hmm. um, 
with me personally. Um, so giving you things before you've completed a job um, puts me in an uncomfortable position. So if that's something you want to do, uh, that's possible. But we'll have to have to add a few f- more fiddly aspects of this deal if you oh, understand. Are we not walking away with these? Tell us more about that robe, please. Oh, well, the robe. Um, uh, unfortunately, I got to attune it to even show you. I think, but uh, if you were to like, and she kind of takes it and throws it over her shoulders and opens it up on the inside, you could see it's kind of like a dark black velvet, to, uh, but like in a in a um, in a way that just consumes all the light, like a Vanta black type of a thing, where it just it looks like absolute darkness. Uh, if someone were to like come at me with a punch, not that don't actually hit me, I'll kick your ass, but like you know, try to. Wait, I'm mixed signals. Do you want me to come at? Pretend you? you're gonna come at me like an attacker. Okay, I pr- I do I pretend in a very like basic drills, karate 101 right. kind of way. And <laughs> and she like lifts Whoa. the coat like vampire wise, <laughs> and nothing nothing happens. She's like, but it if you're attuned to this, some something will happen and it'll scare them off maybe. Scare them off. Yeah. Okay. Give okay. them a glim- a glimpse into uh, mind-bending <laughs> realms where you know, shapes are strange. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is a middle ground here. How would you feel about, say, doing uh, a third of your gems there and one of these items? Half the gems and then one That item. sounds like a great deal. I can take that. No, no, he doesn't. He's uh, confused on on Jorhasian math. <laughs> the uh, you know we're still you guys are on metric system and we're not there yet on the empire. Um, so so is it half and half? Yes. Okay. But are we making this deal now and then we're gonna come back for it later? Wow. Wow. I'm hang on, Marisha to the DM uh-huh. for a yes. second. You're making this deal at the moment. But is it to is this? Are we making the deal and then we're gonna go complete it and then this is the reward reward we get when we Correct. come back? Yes. So you don't have to choose, choose now. Yeah, do we don't have, have to, choose to choose now? Don't send not a jester in. They're the worst so. at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. We almost all died. <laughs> doing pretty good, considering. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep it up. I thought we were doing half from Marisha to the oh. DM. I thought we were doing like a down payment thing. There could have been persuasion. Right, had I not rolled a three! I know, I know. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it happens. I will also, fucking pimp slap you. It was him! No. <laughs> it was Dallison! <laughs> Worrying about my, my doomed campaign. I'm sorry, the shade is just normally from you. The shade so took your dice, it wasn't you. The offer still stands. She will still build <laughs> you. Yeah, you deserved amazing. it at some point in your time. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh my god. Well, we'll figure this out later. Yeah, can we can we decide when we come back with the rest of our team? Sure. Yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Hey, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, tell you what. Yeah, step, step forward a little bit. So, um. Having a hard time uh, deciding. I'll throw, I'll throw a little something extra in. If, um. If you can creatively figure out a way to embarrass the shit out of the foreman for me. Oh, we have a ringer for that. Uh huh. Okay. 
Just a little addendum. Not necessary. Job's not dependent on it, but if, if you do this for me, uh, yeah. I, I'll, uh, I'll look favorably on the reward. Public embarrassment? Oh, preferably. Okay. Deal. Hey. Can I, uh, can I borrow one of your books for a second? What, why? I just want to demonstrate the public embarrassment. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, like, uh, empty, or do you want? Whatever. Oh, well, just, uh, sure. Yeah, you have a pen? Do I have ink? Here. I draw a dick in a margin. <laughs> That's a. Uh... But think on a bigger scale. Mm hmm. Yeah, preferably something more involved than that. That's I don't see how that would necessarily embarrass just an him. appetizer, just an appetizer. But uh-huh. on a related note, I have another question. Yes. Um, I was led to believe by our patron, the queen herself, that we would be able to peruse the stacks here at the marble tomes. Is that uh, possible? We are trying to learn a little more about our new home and better understand our footing here and what we are doing for the dynasty. It was discussed, and I'm, I'm not sure getting it was that sense discussed. at the moment. I'm. Uh, <laughs> How about when we come back? Uh, uh, do some good deeds. Uh-huh. Show me that you can be trusted, and do this fine thing for the uh, the goodwill of our uh, our conflict, and then we can discuss maybe. Uh, just understand, there there is a wide variety of various bits of information that is kept here, uh, some of which is very very classified. So, um, can't just let you walk and run, grab them what you want, but, but perhaps there can be approvals that can be put through we depending have on what your research. In very high places. <laughs> of course, no, and as do I. So, we can, uh, yeah, we can talk later. Understood. All right, well, we have a deal. A deal is done. Great, thank you. <laughs> Reaches out and grabs the, the, her fingers are long and bony and kind of cold to the touch, but, uh, but she's smiling the whole way, that one big tusk kind of like pushing up into the cheek. Oh. I have a good feeling about this relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Go. Photo. That's right. right. <laughs> I like you. Jury's out. I like you. All right. Great. Go. Um. Go. Yep. Do stuff. Thank Can you. Go draw some dicks. Let's do this. I did it though. I got in the dick. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jester will be proud? Yeah, that's a start. As you guys walk out, you hear the door like, like staring through the corner, the one eye kind of peeking through, closes. There were watchmen's there. Did, did you get everything that you need? We got a taste, we'll be back. Thank you. Of course. And what was your name? Desmond. Nice to meet you, Desmond. Okay, bye. I think he has to walk us back through all those hallways again. Would you lead the way, please? Right this way. Yeah. Leads you back where you came, eventually escorting you back to the outside of the main courtyard of the Marble Tomes Conservatory. All right, well, uh, that went about as well as I expected. Yeah. Let's go find the uh, other assholes. Mm -hmm. Coming back to you guys. So, We'll say, for the for the sake of, of the ease of shopping for clothing and shoes, you know, for for a, for a meager price of a five silver, you manage to acquire a fine, heavy set uh, or a heavy pair of shoes that are that sit well on Yaz's feet. Uh, a nice cloak and coat that seems to definitely be an upgrade from the uh, 
tattered outfit that he's kept since he was imprisoned. Is there a particular, like, fashion here? Like, do the style of clothing look different than they do in the Empire? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, as far as the dynasty and the, the drow, they tend to be, there's definitely hints of, of you know, elvish elegance, um, but a lot of the cuts seem to be more geometric, hard angles, and uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Elements of it almost remind you of, of, an, of how angular some dwarven designs are, but they go from curves into angles, so it, it's, it's unique. Um, that's for the drow. As you guys are traveling around, you also notice beyond the, uh, the, the, the dark elves that you see, which is still the majority of the populace here in the center, and the other uh, you know, goblinoids and ogres and beasts, and the occasional giant you see that comes through, like a hill giant that wanders. Uh, you only see one as you're traveling through the uh, Galamafri. Um, you also see a couple of dwarves, but not the typical dwarves. These are uh, gray-skinned, kind of either dark jet black or a bright red auburn-type hair, um, pale eyes. It's unique, you've not quite seen dwarves like this. And there's only, you only see two in the streets as you wander through. Rare, in comparison to a lot of the other folk here. Yeah, I see. It's different than I've ever seen before. I, every, everything here is a bit different, yes. Uh, you pass by a place called uh, Termin's Tinctures and Tonics, right next to Fadden's Gems, which is where you're heading. Termin's Tinctures? Termin's Tinctures and Tonics. Stay turn. <laughs> um, who are we supposed to get Caleb some paper or something? No, no, no. he's going to get oh, it himself. No, Caleb, Caleb said he was going to take care of that himself. All right, get, get your gem. We need right. gems. So you, you come in barreling. It's a it's a small it's a small chamber. It, it's maybe eight foot by ten foot. There isn't an, an elaborate need to show off many gems, and even so, most of the interior, while it is uh, comfortable, it's like stained woods. Um, it's the general purple wood that you've seen used primarily through most of the things in Jorahas, um, but it's stained even darker. Uh, you know, grooves are cut into it, and it looks like gold cord is pressed into the grooves to give this like nice trim around the different pieces of furniture. Um, there are two long glass cases that have all these different cut gems and pieces of jewelry uh, that are set and on display um, with a, you know, a faint series of small glass globes about the size of a gold piece that are set inside, giving kind of an inset glow. On the opposite end, you uh, do see one uh, woman, dark elf, who seems to be um, napping <laughs> at the moment, or at least is like eyes somewhat closed, leaning back in a chair. Um, you see her hair is a little tangled and long, uh, but really nice robe, looks to be a little older. You enjoy waking people up, I figure you can. Mm-hmm. I go up and I tickle under her chin. Okay, as your hand goes up, <laughs> hand catches yours. Ah, do not mistake this for sleep, darling. Oh, were you not sleeping? No. Can I help you? Yes, I would very much like some gems, please. <laughs> what kind of gem? She's still holding on to your wrist. Like, you know, pretty ones, like diamonds and stuff. <clears throat> diamonds? diamonds? Diamonds, specifically diamonds. Well, we have a few. As she lets go, <laughs> <laughs> it bats you away. 
Uh, and she begins to show off these like small diamonds, like inset into amulets and rings, and uh, there's like an actual like a, like a like a, a tea saucer that has gems. It's like a beautiful porcelain. It's like a very like upper that, scale. That seems extravagant. Yeah. I don't know. We actually don't need like settings. Yeah, we just need the loose gems. How how many? Like eight hundred gold worth of them. Specific, oh, they need to be one solid one, a five hundred and a three hundred ish. In about that clarity. Something nice, you know. If you have anything. Double check here. It could be like a princess card. It doesn't have to be a single one. Really, it can be just this diamonds worth. It oh. could be, you know, a handful of little shitty ones. It could be whatever <laughs> you really think. It's raised dead has to be a diamond worth at least five hundred. But for one. Revivify, it can be a, a grouping. So one five hundred, about five hundred gold piece diamond, and then maybe three hundred gold pieces worth of assorted. Very well, I will look. And she like turns around, kind of, but keeps an eye on the rest of you. Also, if you ever like, you know, if you're like trying to cut your diamonds and stuff, and one shatters because you'd like cut it wrong or something, and it turns into dust, do you have anything like that, maybe? Uh, no. Okay, just wondering. I'm very careful with my cuts. Okay. Anyway, and she produces uh, a, a fairly decent-sized, well-cut, clear diamond. Um, it's about that big or so. Um, it would be the equivalent of five to six hundred gold. Just looking at it, or this is how she presents it. That, that's that's, that's that, really nice. Is that giving me the the, the feeling that that'll do what's yeah. what's necessary? It's thin. But it's kind of a wide piece there. It's not like a CZ or something. I'm not trying to fuck us over, right? Those words. It's a cubic zirconia. A seesaw. Make a perception check <laughs> with your vast knowledge of diamonds and jewel craft. Eight. I mean, it's a diamond. <laughs> It's really pretty, it's a it good time. It's very pretty, it's got a lot of sparkle. And there's a scattering of a few others, and she goes, all right, so for these together, that would be uh, 850 gold. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> this is the, the, the bright queen gave us this, where she likes us a lot. I can see that, yes. If you happen to, you know, treat us nicely, we could tell her that you're pretty cool and stuff. We have a good. Nope. Make a persuasion her. check with advantage. Advantage. Because of advantage. Because Laura is so charming. Oh. 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 This you are being punished. Too. Yeah, eight plus five is 13. 13. Double eight. Double eight. Exploding arrows at the dying friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you see, I've already cut quite a few gems for uh, a number of Everybody the dens. Everybody is hating on me. <laughs> oh, buddy. No. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel my sympathy vote shifting now. Oh, hey, that was clever. Oh, oh, don't be fooled by the donkey in the Jeff Goldblum mask. 
I have, I have done quite a few jewelry settings for the Bright Queen in many dens at the top. I <laughs> So I have the pull I require, but thank you. The deal is as it stands. Okay. 850 then, that works for me. Here we go then. Thank you. Do you have all the money? Yeah, I guess, okay. I guess so. I like that the word fuck just so. fell into your Somebody mark off. <laughs> Somebody mark off what you spent. Fuck just fell into the dice jail. <laughs> Literally. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, 850. All right, so you have your diamonds. Should I toss in 250 to help? Oh, you're going, I thought, yes. You want to give, like, no, it's a whole other thing. I think we are what a journey. We have yeah. 400 <laughs> from other people, so if you want to give 100. Sure, And then fine. I'll give 100. And I'll give 100. That brings us to 700. All right. And then you already gave some. Did I mark everything? You did get everything. Yeah, give me another 54. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give another 50 as well, so I'll give 150. Alrighty. Is that all that you require? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so. Unless you got like straight razors here or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Did you make the Bright Queen's awesome armor? There hmm. were opals on it. Were there opals on it? I saw them. The opals Those were not mine. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> it's too bad, because it was pretty. Thank you for your patronage. You may leave. We're making friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have a very soft chin. I say as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, God. we now know who the big bad of this season's going to be. Yeah. Oh. Marking that down. Um, <laughs> Dungeon Master will remember this. Uh, yeah, other than like trying to find a razor, like just general razor and, and potions, I guess, but like that's just, I mean. That's next door problem. No. Yeah. You can check. Yeah, while they're in there, me and Yasha will go next door and see if there's any potions. Are you with us, Forty? No, I'll go down. Okay. We'll go next door right, and check so, for potions. So the two of you head into Terman's Tinctures and Tonics. You can see the wooden sign outside is. Dangling, and as you push through the the front door, it hits a bell that like. You look inside; uh, a whole series of of very strong Sephora-like smells competing. Um, there, uh, there is two set, two rows on each side. So it's a long building. It's maybe uh, ten feet wide and about twenty feet down the way, um, but there are all sorts of. Uh, dried herbs and plants and roots and things that are hanging up there that are probably creating a lot of the scent, but even then, it seems very strong for things that maybe have been dried out this long. Uh, there are small dishes that contain uh, oils in them that also are emitting strong smells. You can see all sorts of vials that are crystal and glass that are all arranged with little labels in front of them. And to the back of the chamber, you see standing there, arms crossed, uh, you see another one of these dwarf figures with the uh, kind of even gray skin, kind of a permanent scowl on the face, these almost pupilless white eyes looking towards you. Um, the hair itself is a deep set, kind of red maroon color. It's parted in the center, and this like this puff of red for a beard. 
and just kind of looks at us. So, what you looking for? We're here looking for some potions. This is. Yes. Um, Hello. We're new to the city, but uh, we're excited to meet its locals. Yes. This is my husband. He's never been here before. Kind of pokes out from his. Hi. Do you have any healing potions or any other useful potions for adventurers? Oh, we've got all sorts of useful potions. Look about this side this way. Ah, we've got um, ones for virility, as you say, I got your husband. Ah, we've got ones that give you strength of spirit. We've got ones that give you better dreams, some with shiny hair. <laughs> yes, it goes up and starts inspecting one. He was like, these are, these are pretty poorly made. <laughs> <laughs> What's your distilling process, just Whoa. out of curiosity? Whoa. Useful. Alchemy Useful. shade. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you, I think we're looking for more of the uh, advanced potions. Uh, well, what these are advanced? What you thinking? I, I just uh, It think... just seems a little tame for what we're looking for. Yes, not not sort of um, meta-medicine, but all actual right, medicine. All right, I know what you're talking Come this way, come this way. More behind the counter shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the counter shade, nice. yes. He pulls out these like two little tiny, tiny glass vials that each have like a chain on the end uh, with a piece of leather. It looks like it could be like wrapped around uh, a belt loop or something. It's like something a little more wild, you see it, right? Now, these here, these will give you the drive of a fucking rhinoceros, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry, I was laughing because I just used to. I got a little spray. <laughs> <laughs> First three rows, man. I was trying to catch There's it. A warning on the door. Sorry. Drive of a rhinoceros? Drive of a rhinoceros? You want more wild, you said, right? Yes, please. Right, yeah. So, what happens when you have that? Well, gets you all worked up and you just go all night long. Oh, so oh it's like specifically for, for fucking? Or is it for oh. anything? Is that not what you're asking about? <laughs> oh, no, I mean, no, we're adventurers, but not that kind. I mean, I think, I'm <laughs> I, think I might have steered you in the, uh, the wrong direction. We're not on a sexual journey of awakening or anything. Yeah. We fight things. But what's the other one? Just since we're on the subject, because I'm curious about what the other one was. Well, it's the same this year. It's just two of them. Yeah. Double shot. Yeah, yeah you don't want shot. one, uh, one of the partners to have it. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise it would be just like, ah! Yes, it, yes, it goes, can I, can, I, can, I, can I see one of those real fast? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh -oh. I'll give him my uh, magnifying glass. He goes, Check it out! He grabs and kind of like, three hours! He was like. Thank you. What is it? It's pedal tonic. Ah, oh, I love this guy. Um, no, thank you, uh, Ter Terman. I assume I presume. That's me, I'm Terman. No, thank you. Do you have anything that could heal someone? We've got some healing potions. Even with got... special powers, perhaps. Yeah, of course. What you think me for? Just sex power. We've got some. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Fucking complex. I got a chemist with me, so no fucking around oh, anymore. Oh, they got a chemist! <laughs> kind of glances over and just like, and just like gets behind you and hides. And he's like, I'll take care of you, baby. <laughs> Is that a halfling? Maybe. 
and a goblin. Yeah. Kinky. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she goes. I don't like him. <laughs> Got a few things here, Ari. He goes and handles up here. Okay. Oh, oh, oh Matt, you haven't seen these. No. These are healing potions. What? Matt made them himself. Wow. No he has no life. <laughs> <laughs> Got four of these basic oh. ones here, and one of these greater types here for sale if you're interested. And I've got to. Uh... No, you wouldn't want that. Hey. Yeah, You're looking at a goblin fight. with a halfling over here. We'll want anything you got. Well, maybe in case any of you are feeling a bit ill. And he pulls up this other vial that has this kind of weird swirling, kind of a, uh, like a deep teal color to it. This here will kill what ails you immediately. Cleanse the body. Of like poison, disease? Poisons. Whatever is locked up your muscles. All sorts of fun stuff. Is it like it will restore you? Sort of a thing? Something, something flashes in your face and you lose your eyesight, brings it right back. Got it. Yes, sir. Can you just look at it real quick? Yes, sir. Do you think? I don't. I don't mean to uh, intrude upon your place of business. I just um, see that watches uh, Terman leans forward. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, check little one. Music kind of goes forward and uncorks each of the healing potions. The greater one swirls it around. Takes a takes it, puts it down. Thank you, uh, Terman, Mr. Terman. And kind of gets behind you, whispers in your ear. They, they, they all seem pretty legitimate. Thank you. How much for everything? Ah, you want the whole package, I see. Well, uh, let's see here. Oh, it looks it is a bit there. Uh, it'll be uh, a thousand gold oh, fuck. For, <laughs> for the elixir of health. For just the one? For that one. Oh, for the... the the teal one? Hey! Well, we probably don't need no, that then. What about the rest of them? Ah, <laughs> oh, that you're gonna, you're gonna be real sad when suddenly you find yourself turning to, to a stone, maybe. Or paralyzed, or blind, or. So what? A, what? A, what? He just leans in your ear. I don't think. I don't think it cures petrification. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What about for everything? Just if we got, you know, all of these things. If we're just feeling a little crazy. That would be 1,700 gold pieces. 1,700 gold pieces. 700 for all the healing potions. Including the, the greater one? The Including the greater one. Okay, and 1,000 for the thousand teal. For the elixir of health. I mean, I don't really have any money. <laughs> I haven't been here. I haven't been here to collect. I know I do have money. I do have yeah, money. Yeah, you got a little money. You got a little money. Um, you got a little money. We could, if we wanted to, we could buy them all. 
but we'll just take one of the smaller and one of the greaters, and that's it. He watches kind of the, the boisterous grin kind of fades, a bit deflates. Right, okay. How well, much is that? That'll be 550. 550 just for one of that and one of that? Right. Wait. Does that break down correctly? It doesn't. The math is terrible. <laughs> it's just Johansi, the math is so weird. These are 50 each. Oh, there are only 50, and that's 500? Right. Wow. Maybe the math does break down. <laughs> what if we just pay 500 for both of those? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Hey. hey, it's my first roll! Oh. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. Oh shit, it's minus two. 15. <laughs> Terman, where are you from? From here. Well. Yeah. But specifically, if I may ask. Here. I grew up here. You grew up here? Well, I grew up in there. Shadowshire, and then eventually what's came. That? What's that? What's that Shadowshire? What is that? What does that mean? Are you not from around here? I am, but my husband's not. Apparently. He wants to know, and he's too shy to ask. He's too shy yeah, to goes ask. Like, I, I think that this, that's near where they were keeping me. Oh, it's down under? Right. Are there many more of you down there? Is it a whole civilization? Are you going to take it a go? I was, did you say it was 500 for the boat? <laughs> it was until your friends started peeping up. Oh, oh no. The best. <laughs> it's rain on Sam night. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have the comfort of my imaginary husband. <laughs> you feel a hand squeeze your shoulder. Thank you, baby. At least you still care for me. Okay, we'll we'll take we'll take the greater and we'll. we'll the you want the greater? No, no. Should we just get a bunch of the smaller all the ones? Littles, all the littles. We're gonna get all the little ones. And ignore the big. Sorry, all the littles. Two hundred. Two hundred. I got this, Yasha. You don't have any money. I have. I do have some, actually. It's okay. I have more than I thought I did. Save I'll put it. in a hundred. Hey, that's great. Perfect. Should we dis distribute these accordingly? Who needs one? I do. I need two. No, a lot of people don't have one at all. I don't. <laughs> oh my god, these are great. Aren't they great? Aren't they cool? Yeah. Here, you oh, get I one. I don't have one at all. Uh, did that Daddy one? I also have one. You done? Yeah, oh, I, I think we're done. Yes, I, I think we're done. Oh, Thank you so much, Terman. Oh, wait! Uh, these herbs up here, um, are any of them. While she says that, I'm going to steal some. <laughs> Yeah, these ones over here, are they good for tea? Well, well, over this way. Yeah. What are you, you going to steal? What do I got? What's my options? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. What's my options? He's, he's pulled, he's taken the greater potion away and he's putting that away. Sure. There is the potion of health, the thousand gold one, but that is literally right in the middle, so it's going to be, it's, it's possible, but it's going to be a high DC. Four, four, four. yes. Um, um, 
Uh, and then around the chamber, there's all the various vials that are labeled Bullshit for vials. I mean, you don't know what they do necessarily. Some of them might be, some of them get might some not be. Juice. Go for it. It's up to you. Um, get the dream. Get the dream one. Uh, yeah, I'll try, I'll try for the dream one if, if it's around. If, if he had indicated it's, which it's, one it it's is. It's a few feet behind, but you could begin to oh. meander that way as you're leaving and try for it. It's up to you. I'm going to do something right now while he's while he's distracted. distracted. All right. Well, you have the, the two small crystal vials of the. Of rhino sex? Rhino sex, sure. <laughs> I'll go for those. Good call. Go ahead and make, make a dexterity check with your proficiency modifier. Uh huh. With proficiency, wait, with, yeah, with sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. I'm oh, sorry, it's sleight of hand. This isn't proficiency. Okay. 27. Oh. 27. Both of them gone. Okay, okay. Like so fast, he doesn't even remember they're there. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Let's see. I wouldn't recommend that for tea. No. Okay. No, I'll burn through, and you'll probably pump out most of your insides from your arse. Ah, uh, I don't uh, want that. Uh, do you also happen to have a, a what is this called? Straight razor. A straight razor. Where are you buying? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I could, I could tell you, you that. How much? Uh, two gold. <laughs> One gold. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Deal. Wow. 50% discount? Amazing. A straight razor is one gold. Right, it's $300. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. He he leaves and goes, leaves for a second. Um, About a minute passes, and then he comes back after rummaging and produces a straight razor and hands it down. Thank you very much. Thank you. Let's get out of here. We're going to go. Goodbye, Terman. Goodbye. <laughs> all right, we're gonna find you fuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have all had a day. Wow. Pick up paper on the way, I guess? You want paper? I, uh, yeah, I want paper. I thought we were going to get some at the library. I thought I could work that angle, but it did not come up. Let's get some paper. Yeah, we we'll, we'll save the purposes of ease. You're able to pick a paper that you need to. High quality paper. Yeah, you can find some high quality paper in ink. Uh, probably not. Uh, no, you could probably in the, in the firmaments, not far from Marble Tomes Conservatory. You can okay. you can find some. So as much paper as you're willing to purchase of high quality that you need, you can do that. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna do two hundred. Two hundred gold. Go for it. They all float up here. Alrighty. So. As you guys gather up to reconvene, to discuss what you've done, what you need, and what the next plotting and plan is for your venture, we'll go ahead and take a break. Oh. Since we're pushing nine o'clock, so writing uh, action. <laughs> shopping episode. It's a shopping episode. You guys, you guys wanted to do some shopping. Got right in sex. Just came back right in time. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the shopping episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, what would this guy have? And then I remember like all the walking into Seven Elevens and they have all like the five hour, the, the five hour, or the, or the, the pills, or the, 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 the pills yeah, for yeah, like yeah. really. I'm like, yeah. this guy probably had those yeah. pills for rave power. Yep. <laughs> all right, so we'll be back here in a few minutes. But before we leave, we do have our Wormwood giveaway. Uh, tonight is the cherry tabletop dice tray. It's a beautiful little piece here with leather on the inside. Uh, that giveaway will go on to uh, one of our lucky winners. Uh, the keyword tonight is reunion. Aww. Reunion. Uh, so we enter, enter the keyword once into the chat. More than once you'll be disqualified, and once again, only in the US and Canada, excluding Quebec. Uh, but we'll come back with the winner soon. 
when we come back. So see you in a second. We interrupt this Critical Role Podcast Network broadcast to bring you news of dangerous treasures that lie sealed within the Critical Role shops. Only the hardiest of adventurers should dare seek them out. In all seriousness, though, I'm Matthew Mercer, and we've made some very cool things that we really like and hope you will, too. If you'd like to support the show, please consider visiting any of our Critical Role online shops through the shop tab at critroll.com and see if anything catches your eye. Okay, back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, first, before we get anything, we have our winner of the giveaway, and the winner is Hitman UPS. Yay! Congratulations, Hitman UPS. Uh, we'll get that Wormwood to you ASAP. Speaking of Wormwood, can I just point out the fucking dice oh, wow, really? that they made for me? That's pretty cool. It says something on the bottom, right? That's custom made for Laura Bailey. It is, and oh my God. they put the Bailey Brig on the bottom. Oh, the Bailey Brig. This is so great. Isn't that so cool? The Bailey Brig. Man, so it will get you a lot. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah it already cool. has. <laughs> is that Oh, it's the, uh, yeah, it's the one that's. That's um, the one that I originally wanted for them. Shiny. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so pretty. All right, then, guys. So, as you all make your way back to the Dim's Inn to convene and discuss what has transpired one by one, you all found your way back to it. Um, you can hear the occasional like growl and kind of low guttural bark from the back alleyway, and somebody walking by kind of looks in and continues onward. Not used to seeing more bounders this far into the city, probably. If at all. Um, but nevertheless, you all find yourselves together at the Dim's Inn. So. That's amazing what you just told us about your encounter at the library. Right? <laughs> I told you you'd love it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, some of that I wasn't paying attention And the dick, in, and you drew the dick too. I drew a dick. I only got one dick in. We didn't have a lot Which, of time. You know. Mm-hmm. That's all we can ever hope for. Maybe someday. Hey, I got a straight razor for you. Caleb. She's been carrying that straight razor around in her pocket. Yeah. Pass the mind. Oh, that is sharp and not real. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Perfect. But you are still going to give me one more traditional shave. Yes. For old time's sake. I, I would love to. All right. Yeah. But now you can just, you know, spruce it up After in today. with yeah. your mm-hmm. sharp shaver. So, so which of the items do you think we'll take? Well, yeah, I don't know. We had the, the staff seemed fancy for someone like Caduceus, mm-hmm. the robe seemed fancy for someone like a Caleb, and the ring seemed fancy for anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Wow. Do we have to decide now? No. No. But we have to go on this mission? She wants us to kill some giants. Kill some giants and humiliate a uh, rival. For, a Foreman Bodo. How many giants? Foreman named Bodo. She didn't really specify how many giants. I think it's going to take a bit of a stakeout. Wait, yeah. what was the other item, though? You said there was, there was a, a robe, one? a ring, a staff with a withered claw at the top. There was a broken sword, which we don't know anything about. And that's it. And it would put us in better favor with the dynasty. But it would also Maybe? kind of ensure that a lot more Empire people would die, right? Why so? 
Because she's making war machines. Well, mm -hmm. so is the competitor. Yeah. It is true. But it would unlock knowledge, right? We were told that she she and the library contain knowledge about the dynasty. The um, library looks like it contains a lot of really awesome information. That we could use. We're in a new ecosystem and we have to adapt. She understandably didn't fully trust us. But so, so far our best option, well, our most powerful ally potentially is this Bright Queen. Yes, war is going to be made regardless, with or without us. And the hope is to use what we learn here on our new friends to uh, enact some sort of change at home. But then we have to keep playing this game. We have to kill some fucking giants. Yeah. yeah. What kind of giants? Like fiery mm. ones, like the ones mm. we saw on the ground, because like, those were serious, you guys. I don't think we could kill those. She mentioned them normally staying up in the mountains and in the hills. And that so they hill would, giants. I think so. And that for some reason they're in the middle of this forest where their their uh, thing is. What is it called? Mining camp. What's it called? It's like a Deep mining, river mining camp. No thing. person. No, shaft. it's like a shaft. Mining shaft. It's the shaft. Mm -hmm. It's the shaft. The deep it's river mining shaft. That I was confused on. It's a big one. Yeah. Did she say what forest? The Vermalock. Is it the lake, like lock, like lake? The Vermalock mm -hmm. and the Penumbra meet. That's uh -huh. where all of the purple wood comes from. Oh. Really? Yeah. I'd like to see that. The purple wood oh, that we see around here so much? Yeah. yeah. Comes from those forests. Purple mm. wood. Well, purple should we set out? What time of day is it? Um, at this point, if you guys know the travel, you gather it's probably early afternoon from all your shopping. Um, though it is still dark. I wonder if it's dark <coughs> over by the forest or if it's like we would leave the pocket of night. You would know. Uh, I don't know that I would. Yasha might know. Looking at the giant bubble of darkness around here. You're not sure. I know it, what it, time it is, but I don't know the properties of what they're doing. Correct, you, it looks night. Well, if we're going to be taken off, I would recommend then that if what would possibly be the right thing to do is to load up some travel, travel uh, um, uh, some food, Stuff. water, some basics, maybe some slightly less conspicuous clothing, and something warm. Go buy some new dresses. And uh, leave first thing early in the in. I miss the once sun. Once we've slept, yeah, once we've slept. I feel like it's only dark here. Yeah. I, I've never been here before, but I heard that this place was always dark, but just here. Yeah. yeah by design. Yeah. Well, that's what we'll do. What Caduceus has suggested, unless anyone has any objections. We can uh, make sure that we are ready in all the ways that we need to be and uh, sleep a predetermined amount of time. Pack, sleep, and head out first thing in the morning. Get your Close dresses, shopping. go to Let's bed. Let's go buy some clothes. Close shopping. Shopping. We don't have to like, play it out, but we just yeah. want to buy yeah, some yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah. We do it. All right, yeah, you guys can go ahead and purchase for each of you a uh, a uh, outfit of the dynasty, a, a, a general piece of clothing, unless you want to spend a little extra. Um, the general outfit will cost each of you, given given your status and the, the object you carry, the medallion, I'd say about a gold piece each. And how about for the extra? Yeah. For the extra? Yeah. Three. 
I'll go extra. I'll go extra. Why even bother? Um, <laughs> and then Someone just some sundries so that we don't have to have food spells up all the time. So. Yeah, you can get supplies. I mean, like I said, the food here is is hardier and less colorful, but uh, but through you know how to spice I'll and, spice and flavor up. things of a vegetative nature. So if I, if meats I buy really everything we need for how long? How long of a tra- how much travel is this going to be? I also uh, just to sure. remind you Sorry. all, I have this jar. From inside the Happy Fun Ball, that is full of these like little bobas, and these will feed you for a day. We have a jar of oh. boba. Uh, they are they are beads of nourishment. Oh, yeah. oh. so good to have it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. there's a lot. It's like a gumball machine. What's a oh. gumball machine? And the bobas will feed us for a whole day. Yes. One 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 boba. boba? Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> what else do we have that we've forgotten about? Well, Probably I have, a lot. Manacles. I have some very special manacles. Special. Okay. Yes. Um, for the purple wood. Let's. Uh, uh, let me know. I can't help it. God damn it. Uh, how much? How how much to just get enough provisions for like maybe ten days worth of? If that seems reasonable. Yeah, ten days with provisions for the entire group. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So I can keep everyone well fed. We have boba. If we want something. Other than boba, it's emergency. How much boba Who doesn't is in like there? boba? Let's say that's uh, four hundred boba. <laughs> Whoever guesses the correct amount of boba, let's say for all of you, it's yeah. about two gold to f- to feed the group per day on just modest meal costs, mm-hmm. um, like like mm-hmm. for the entire group, not each, for the entire group. Oh 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 oh. Um, so for ten days, put yourself at about twenty gold. I'll just put it at uh, twenty-five for slightly better stuff, just to, just higher quality, just to have it. Sure. Yeah. I'll allow that. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Yeah. Well. Mm, some brie. Brie. Mm. <laughs> oh, I just like flashback to our friendship. I know. I want it so bad. Got it. There's nothing preventing you from having brunch together. No, but. No, D&D, brunch. Well, we for one of our games, we should have locks and bagels at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about pajamas and do like a, a yeah. Thursday night brunch. A throwback. Yeah. That'd, That'd be pretty fun. Throwback, throwback night. I'd like that, I'd like that. Pajamas. We could wear our nerdy headgear that we sometimes did. Yeah. All right, I did. We'll have a throwback, we'll do a throwback. We'll do a throwback. All right. We're gonna rest, shop for awesome <coughs> outfits. Cool. You go ahead and you get yourself some food. You take a more nice rest. One, yeah, I think leave in the morning. Yeah, yeah leave in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Outfits are purchased. Food is purchased. You guys have your provisions and the things you believe are necessary for this journey. Uh, if you want to ask around um, to get an idea of the distance you're traveling, you're looking. It's a little over a, a little over a sixty mile journey. Ooh, that's not bad. Not not got these more boundaries. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. So. With with the more bounders uh, traveling at max pace, it'll take you just over a day. So like a a day and change of travel to get there, which oh. isn't too bad. Max pace might be. Let's 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 take a let's take a let's be gentle. I want to yeah. stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? We had a uh, transportation circle they wanted to let us use or something. But we have more bounders. I want to take a look at the at the surrounding area. I would like to get a sense of where we are and what this place looks like. Cool. We can ride yarn ball. You can ride with me, Ford. Yaza, I think you should stay here. I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you see, the he looks conflicted for a minute. He goes like, "I'm. 
I don't know where you're going, and it sounds dangerous, and I'm definitely not, uh, well, I'm, I'm not as skilled as you at these things and your friends. I also really hate being alone right now. Mm, so I don't us. know what to do. What if you had some pets? Would that be different that or help? the same? Oh. Yeah, I have pets? Well, I do have Nugget. Can I? Can of course I, you can. He's very friendly. Reaches out to pet Nugget, and Nugget suddenly goes, <laughs> and vanishes. He's like, oh, oh no! <laughs> and then <laughs> appears next to him and is like licking his hand. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that helps. Yeah. Um. She has a weasel as well. Why are you offering up all of my awesome pets? It's my husband. <laughs> He's lonely! Give him your weasel! (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkle. This is a fairy. No, it's a weasel! It's the same thing. (laughs) You have to keep you have to keep him next to you all the time. You have to keep him on your neck because he needs it for warmth. Uh, Okay, I can try that. And feed him whatever you're eating. He likes the crumbs of all sorts of things. Hi. And sprinkle. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. He pees on you. Be careful. Uh, Oh yeah, I see that. Um, We can. uh, Okay. Well, that's better. We'll check in too. Yeah. Don't let don't let Nugget blink away too much. Okay. He needs to stay near you. How do I do that? Um, you say. <laughs> She's not trained at all. <laughs> you might want to train them a little bit. Basically. I forget the Maybe that could be a project for you. Maybe, I think I said. Yeah, I think sure. I told him okay. I've to never... puff or something. I, I can't remember what I told him to no. make him blink. <laughs> blink, maybe I said? There's a magic word. <laughs> nope. I'll. I'll see what I try, can do. Try stuff that sounds like blinking. He'll thing. figure it out. One thing in months. Okay. <laughs> I've never. I had think a I wrote it down, but before, so I had to look through my journal, and I don't. I'll send you a message if I remember. Okay. okay. Yeah. All no, right. that that's great. Okay. Okay. Since losing it, <laughs> I'm not okay over here. <laughs> here, take this dagger. No. And I have a second dagger. Put that under your pillow, just in case. Uh, don't, yes, yes, don't leave this room. I'll have food sent up here. Okay. Oh. Real quick before you, we go, can you please just call Lady, the old lady Edith and just make sure our son is okay? Of course, I wish you would have had me do it last night, but cool. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'll do it. I don't know how magic works. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to send old lady. What don't you? Why can't I just send it to Luke? I don't want him to be scared. I could sound really nice. <coughs> you'll say something that's just like, "Hey, me and your mom are gonna go fight a giant." I won't say that. All right, go straight to Luke then. Really? <laughs> sure. Be nice. Okay. Don't say holla. Okay. <laughs> are you with me on this? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's traditional. Zen. Hey, Luke. It's the blue lady you met that one time. I'm with your mom and your dad. They love you, they're cool, and okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Two, though. 
Yeah, I think that was a good amount. Are you okay, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. <laughs> I, I don't know where this is coming from, but I... Wow. Hello? I don't hear you anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you there? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello? What is happening tonight? Blue lady? <laughs> Blue lady, I can't hear you anymore. Oh, <laughs> 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 he sounds like he's pretty good. Okay. It's just yeah. like the kid who opened this closet that one time and there's a fucking troll in there, close and run. <laughs> the rest of his life, he knows something happened even though it was gone when he went to check again. <laughs> Never okay again. I'm not saying that happened. Totally like alive, <laughs> and he sounded really healthy and stuff. Okay, good. Scarred for life now. All right, <laughs> don't die. Stay here, stay safe. Right. We'll be back in three days. Maybe four. Three. Okay. One to travel, one to kill, and one to come home. Oh, well, two to travel. And then when two we to get kill, home. Two to get home. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's just powder water. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, guys. Um, be careful. I'll take care. Oh, it's tickling. I'll take care of your pets, Miss Jester. Um, oh. And uh, I guess you guys take care of yourselves. I'll oh take boy. Take care of Beth. We'll make sure nothing mm. happens to her. Thank you. Uh, oh, <laughs> snipes are pretty cool. <laughs> Living with a bit of money too, I assume. Sure, sure, sure. Here, take twenty platinum. Ah! <laughs> what if? He... Uh, sorry, ten platinum. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the wrong, wrong line of work. Okay. Um. Well. <clears throat> bye. Mm. Hey, let's go. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Be careful. Okay. I'll take care of them. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. He closes the door. Did you always not say I love you very loud? I just don't want to say it in front of you guys because you, you make fun of me. What if we die when we're out and I never said it, said it again? I just you should go back in there and tell them how much you love him. We could go away. Go on in there right now. I love you. No. <laughs> you hear the daggers <laughs> on the ground. Look at you, you sensitive lot. This yeah. is beautiful. This is good. Let's go kill something. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you gather up your more bounders, the calm them down, the take the chains off. They are still prepped for riding. Um, what's the what's the riding arrangement here? Uh, we got Clarabelle. Anybody who's feeling uh, feeling pretty confident, she's a she's a little uh, little all over the place, but all right. I'll give it a try. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You're with me. Okay. Yannick is angry and likes to kill. I'll be on Yannick. I'll go with Yarnball. Uh, yeah, I'll stick with Yarnball too. That sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So, as you all mount up, where are you going? To. Did she tell us where to go? 
She didn't. Fuck. <laughs> I thought. I mean, okay. she said she said northwest towards where the where the penumbra wild uh, wildlands hits the um, where the penumbra range hits the Vermaloc. Oh my god, we're going to Oh no, no do you have to go through the ghost lands? Yeah. Uh, you ask you ask around and you do. Uh, but there are two roads. There are two roads that are that are well guarded that exit one that heads kind of northwest, one that heads northeast. Um, so you'd want to take the one that goes to the northwest. We'll That's take the one least traveled. It's going to make all. Do, are we coming past? <laughs> clothes was bought already. Or, like we're saying, that already happened. Do we need to? Do you have some specific clothes? No. We'll, we'll figure that out later. What? You don't want to describe your clothes? I just bought a cloak. You just bought a, a cloak? cloak to cover. About a fucking dress. As did I. <gasps> Not wearing a dress. Took off all that <gasps> shit. I don't need that shit around here. What about <laughs> your mask? No, I don't need that here. Oh my god. Around these parts, I'm fucking beautiful. Oh, well, <laughs> we've got to do this. Then, do you that trick you use to make windows open and close? You do all kinds of things with it. Can you make this lather? Can you lather this? It's not like a, that sort of thing. I can make it sound like you've got bugs in your beard. Um, <laughs> does anyone, Caduceus, do you have any soap? Uh, I do not have any soap. Well, actually, hold on, let me, I haven't looked in my bag in a while. Uh, uh, I mean, technically, um, Tell you what I'm going to do. I take one of the bobas out of that jar and I mash it sure. up. And I just actually, I have enough of a tea set that I can probably turn that into a lather with it. With a my beard is already tea set. full of boba. Never mind. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, sure. That's so nourishing. If you would, please. Yes. Would you like me to use? Would you shave me, please? With the sword? Yeah. Yeah. With the sword? Or do you want me to try with the? No, do this. Oh, you want to do a little razor? I've never done it. Uh, I feel more comfortable with the sword. I know. I think we should do it with the sword. Just yeah. Okay. One last time. One last time. <laughs> I have to cure wounds on the ready. Okay. Ready. Oh yes. Lay down. I go to town. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it. Once again, I'll remind you. It is a great sword. <laughs> it is. It is heavy. Just go slow. Um, go slow. And so it. It lacks the. You can get towards the tip and, like, kind of by holding it, kind of jamming in the nooks and crannies. I will ask you to go ahead and, and roll a dexterity check for me. Okay. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 Wait, hold on. I feel like I have advantage on dex for something. Your deck saving throws, but not deck checks. This, this is not a saving throw. Uh, eight. Okay. Ooh. Um, I'm going to toss Cole. Remember Van Gogh. <laughs> there is a. At first, it's a little scary, but you've been here before, and it's comfortable. <laughs> then there's the first. Oh, well, that kind of hurt. But, you know, it's going to happen. Oh, that's warm. That's warm. Oh god. <laughs> it's there's bleeding. You like <laughs> nicked him right under the ear and there's about an inch oh, long gash that's bleeding. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe the 
maybe maybe the straight razor is the way to go. I um, think the straight razor. You do razor take a point of damage. Okay. Oh, I'm feeling a little faint. I'll be right back, and I stumble <laughs> off towards the the water closet. Um, and I. Um, do my best to stop the bleeding. Uh, ten minutes goes by before you see me again. Before I come back, I take out the straight razor, and it hurts, but slowly shave away uh, the entire beard okay. clean. Yeah. You take the time for it, you manage to do so. Okay. Um, but also, you got half of it, I mean, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I got a good amount. I also um, unwrap my arms and take those and throw them on the ground and rejoin the group. Okay. I um, remember, and I rush into the room with Yeza. Home. What? Uh, what? That's the net. That's what you tell. That's what you tell Nugget. Okay. Think. Home. 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 Nugget. He's home. Just for now. Let me get animal handling check. That's good. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. I love you. Yes, I really try to do something with this dog. Like, why haven't you trained him better already? I, I've, I've literally just got the weasel from biting my ear. It's been <laughs> door closed as you leave. <laughs> All right. Freshly shaven. Freshly perturbed, Yeza. You guys get freshly hit volume. <laughs> you gather atop your more bounders, and and it's, you're used to horseback where it's a steady thing. This is it takes you. It's it's a very unique process of of heavy bobs and impacts, and it it it's, it leaps and runs like a panther uh, from edge to edge. It's it's a lot of. Uh, springing and catching, springing and catching with uh, with respect to the roads and streets. It makes its way through the Galamafri. You watch as buildings and lights, the green glows, the red glows, everything just whoosh, whooshing by. Uh, these creatures are not common to this part of Jorhas, and so people in the streets turn around and watch you just whiz by. Or our watch kind of look out and go, what? And you guys just cruise past. Eventually, heading further and further north, you make your way out of the Galmafri into the Coronas. The Coronas, you now see, are the the poorer area of the city, and where a lot more of the non-drow seem to live, or at least are coming towards. You can see large, heavy stacks upon stacks of goblin domiciles that look rickety and ready to fall over any minute. You can see uh, heavy mud clay homes that are built for ogres and other such goblinoids that have found a place here. You can see the exterior walls that mark the barrier between the Coronas and the Ghostlands. And as you skirt around to the left to find the nearest pathway out, eventually you come across the first main gate that exits, what you assume to be the road that exits to the direction you need to travel. Heading to the front gate, as you bound up into the front area, looks to be 10 or a watch are there, just keeping the gate closed at the moment. As you all begin to approach, they all kind of some pull out weapons, like swords, that have spears at the ready, and they kind of just raise a hand in defensive position. Whoa, 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 whoa! One of them kind of looks out to all of you. What is your business? Where are you going? Uh, we're running an errand for Professor Wako. 
And you're heading out this way. We're going to. Where are we going to? The Deep River Mining Camp. Is that this way? All right. And up on the top, what you didn't see at the top of the wall, there are two folks on each side that have these large, heavy winches. They begin to. You hear the chains go taut and begin to grind upward into out of unseen, uh, up towards towards unseen gears, and the doors begin to open outward. Um, at this point, the the first thing you see before you is this this nice, solid, hard packed earth road, maybe twenty feet across, side to side, and this continues forward. Beyond that, you can see what seems like an endless horizon of broken ruins. Structures and buildings and towers and other walls and uh, hooked spires all crumbled and broken and burned and charred. Everything seems to have a layer of black carbon dust across it. Um, You can see twisted bits of metal that are mostly covered by ash and soot that still just rest amongst. This is an ancient war ground that has long since just been slowly overtaken by the falling of rain and mud and other weather that has come through and rusted or eroded what remains. You can see along the way uh, pairs of Aurora Watch just patrolling the edges of the road. And right beyond the wall, as you kind of step out, on the outskirts of it, pressed up against the wall, you can see collections of tents and stick huts and what looks to be folks that are either haven't made their way into the Coronas or are trying to find their way outward to build a homestead on the outskirts. Um, but as you kind of, as the gates open, you can see about a half dozen or so goblin children kind of rush out to see, and they just kind of watch quietly as you all make your way out before the gates close behind you. Cold wind kind of picks up, pushing your hair back a bit. The chills kind of run down your spine. You can feel the goosebumps across your skin. Um, looking out, even though it would be, you know, be a, a mid-afternoon, looks like it's the pitchous dark midnight, with a faint hue of uh, white moonlight, just gently causing uh, the outline rim of these structures to be visible from your standpoint. And the road just continues on what seems like an an endless pass into the horizon. (laughs) More bounders take off, picking up speed, and you can hear the heavy (laughs) with each leap and footfall, the dust and dirt kind of collecting behind it. And those, uh, probably Claire Bell will be in the back. Mm -hmm. Um, Occasionally, the the clouds of dust and ash get kicked up kind of. Rush past you, and you have to kind of guard yourself, and gets in your eyes a bit, and you have to wince and kind of clear it out. Yannick, schnell. Um, as you guys continue to kind of moving forward, eventually coming to uh, an even ground, if you're traveling kind of alongside each other, same pace, uh, you kind of catch off in the distance, you swear a couple times, you glance over towards the ruins and you see the faint lights just kind of spark. Eyes of the Grave. Uh, what's the range on that one? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet, too far away, unfortunately, wow. initially, but you see just a light and it's gone. You're like, that was strange. You look off this way and you see another. 
There's a lot around us. Continue on. Continue on. Hmm. Keeping your eyes peeled, you kind of like focus forward, but are tending all of your brain power towards your peripheral. Looking for any sort of other sign of shifting or movement. You do see some creatures over to the right of you, and you look and you can see what looks to be a group of about a dozen or so. Uh, a mix of mostly bugbears and a handful of goblins, and you see them like rummaging through some of the leftover ruins, and they have a little cart and they're throwing things onto it, and they're looks like they're scavenging essentially what they can find in the vicinity. Moving on just a moment later, and you see kind of emerging out of some of the ruin here uh, a pale blue glow in what looks to be uh, a, f- a female figure that just kind of drifts out of the ground. Ford, mm. there's a ghost. <clears throat> Where? Over there. You glance over and you straight up see what looks to be a spectral female that is just like drifting <coughs> through a stone wall. Nope, no, that is a humanoid jellyfish. <laughs> it was really pretty. <clears throat> Keep your eyes forward. That's so sad. Why? It's just here and unconnected. It's sad to be unconnected. Hmm. She could do something. Little ways ahead, about a quarter mile or so, you see another faint glow, and you can see some of the guards, some of the patrols are rushing towards it. As you get closer and closer, as you catch up with it quickly, it looks like one of these entities has wandered into the road, and the guards have come forward with Look to be silvered spears or some sort of uh, weapon designed specifically for the protection of this trek, and they manage to uh, pierce its ethereal shell, and you watch as it dissipates. Is that one of the floating lights or a form like a human? This form? one, you, you just as you can, it looks to be a more humanoid form before it dissipates. Does it, does it dissipate? Do what I know if it's if they're banishing it, or is if it's is it is it gone forever? Like, are they just is it just roll a religion? That I can do. Uh, 15. 15? Uh, you're not sure the nature. Some undead, it's temporary. Some, it is a, a, a permanent uh, dissipation tell. of the spirit. You were unable to really tell for this one. It could be either. You do know that it is possible. There's some weird stuff going on around here. Okay. Can we just slow down enough to ask the guards, what kind of spears do you use for um, for the ghosts? Oh, these, are, these are anointed. Um, Keeps them at bay, off of the path. We're, we're, we're travelers, and I, I hope you don't mind the question. What happened here? Do you not know the history of this land? Not this part of the history, no. This is one of the final battlegrounds when the gods still walk the earth. This is one of the places the betrayers were brought to their knees and banished. And these, these spirits? These were the many, 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 many thousands, tens, thousands, millions—I don't know—that were uh, destroyed in the culmination of that battle. What are you doing to them? Keeping them from harrying you as you travel, wandering too close to the city. I'm surprised the city hasn't expanded this far out yet, or tried to do something to retake this land. They, the city was once much smaller, but it's slowly building out, but it is a process. Are they still building out, or? As they go, yes. They said it's been a while since they 
added a new gate or wall or anything. Oh. Do you know how long it's been since they've built a, a new wall? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Oh. I just run the street patrol. Well, thank you so much for keeping us safe. Good luck. We're oh. traveling out a deep river. Uh, it's a ways. Can we expect guards like you along the way the entire time? Uh, only until you get out of the ghostlands. A patrol only goes to the perimeter and back. All right. Thank you. Of course. He turns around, a strange glance towards the clean-shaven human, and not a common sight that passes them by on these main roads this far east. Um, continuing your journey, bounding further down the road, uh, still seeing the occasional for an instant, you think you see a large one kind of loom up, a figure that's fainter than others you've seen, but the shape is larger. It seems to almost resemble a slow-moving wave, like a, like a hand or something that curls over a ruin before it dissipates in a mist. And the mist is heavy the further out you go. Like there, You can see the tops of the ruins, but a lot of the area seems to be just fully encompassed by this low-hanging fog that obscures most of the floor. About, let's say, six or seven hours of travel, the ruins give way. And you find yourself just an open field now. Still dark. It's still dark. And now it should be dark. You have mm. officially hit nighttime. So, no, no idea if the transition has occurred yet or if it will. But you're now mid evening. Going, you know, pushing, I'd say 10 o'clock ish. Mm -hmm. um, and you're making your way further, further down the road, heading in that direction. You push on to about midnight or so. You've now been going for, I'd say, about eight, close to eight hours. Mm -hmm. you, your more boundaries are starting to slow a bit. You can hear the. Round Yannick about and stop the group. This is quite a ways. Camp for the night. Are we out of the ghostlands? You seem to, from a visual standpoint, to be most likely out of the ghostlands. Just want to make sure that Yonball is safe when we're in our little tent thing. I think Yonball can take care of Yonball. She's pretty sweet. I think they'll be all right. I'll, I'll do a little check to make sure everything's okay. How, how long are the moorbounders from end to end? End to end, I'd say. They're about sixteen feet. Maybe? Sixteen feet. Like fourteen to sixteen feet. Yeah. Okay. Big boys. You're not coming. It's a big bull. No, no. Big boys. Yeah, they're like they're like riding bison, kind of like slick lean bison. Mm -hmm. Should we? Can't, is there a place around here with like wreckage or <coughs> rubble or cover, something yeah. that we can camp around, or is it just all open? Uh, it, it currently, from where you're standing on the road, it is open. It is. It is just cracked, packed dirt and rock, occasional bits of dried brush and kind of scrub bushes around. Um, it's while there is definitely. Kind of the, the the low fog and mist seems to have just permeated the vicinity based on the temperature and time of night. Uh, added an element of moisture. Uh, the ground itself does not appear to be 
uh, slick or muddy. It's pretty dry here. Well, why don't I set up the dome a little bit off of the road? Yeah. Mm-hmm. More bounders can sleep around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It works. I'm going to push another eyes of the grave just while we're walking around. I'm just going to see if anything pings. Okay. Concentrate on focus around you. Seems to be pretty safe. Okay. Okay. You guys managed to set up camp that evening using your hut to keep yourself safe. The more bounders kind of hold a perimeter, and you take a night's rest. Uneventful, off the road. When the morning comes, it is light. Yes. Um, The sky itself is still clouded. There is no direct sunlight. Um, It is still a fairly uh, gray sky, but it is a lighter sky. It is a day, and it's been a a little bit. Uh, The dome is somewhat filled with the sound of Frumpkin purring heavily, uh, making biscuits in Jester's clothes from her sleeping (laughs) form. Hi. He screeched the ears. <laughs> oh, tell Caleb. And then I give a little bit of pastry to Frumpkin. Yeah. Cool. Caleb, can I keep can I keep Frumpkin forever? Yeah. What? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Was there any more specifics about where this giant was? I think we're gonna in the, in the talk to people at the mines. I imagine. Are there people at the mines? Well, there are people at the mines. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a chilly morning. Um, what little bits of nearby kind of dried brush? Have a faint layer of frost across the top of them, giving them a slight grayish white hue. Ooh, I bring out the little rod of hand warming that we got in the. <laughs> is anybody go. cold? Does anybody need a little hand warming? I'll never say no to that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Does it do mm-hmm. feet too? Mm-hmm. Here you go. You can hold on to it. It warms your hands up. It's nice. Oh, that's good. Pass it around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More bounders. Uh, they're waiting. There appears to be a uh, mostly picked clean carcass of what looked to be a large wolf um, that is mostly just blood slick bones and some nice. torn fur. Mm. Um, and all the more bounders, the front of their mouths are kind of caked with red. And they just kind of their eyes bucking out the side. Just Nice! Good job, bud! We got a snack. It was a good apex predator. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if I can leave us a little patch of something growing in whatever's left. Easily enough to do. So go ahead and use your cantrip to uh, decompose, and you watch as as even the the moisture from the morning, especially, makes it easy to to be conducive to this. As a faint bit of kind of a soft. Uh, like reddish moss begins to grow around the areas where the visible wounds are across the flesh. No, when we come back. Mm. Oh, good call. Yeah. Wow. All right, let's make hay while the sun shines, shall we? Woohoo! All right, you continue on the path. 
Um, no more guard. Uh, the morning air is welcome. As it rushes past, it is still cold though, and at this pace you're going, it's kind of having to pull the hood up and try not to immediately you know, frost the front of your face. But it does get warmer as the morning progresses. Um, eventually, you see what you assume to be the Vermalock, the edges of it, as the, uh, the Penumbra Range, which is a, a dark, kind of uh, gray black mountain range, begins to, to the left of you, give way to dense canopy of deep reds, maroons, oranges. It's a forest of perpetual fall. The leaves themselves like vibrant red earth tones. Um, and what bits you can see as you get closer and closer to it, the trees themselves, uh, the ones you can see in the tree line, uh, about 12 feet up to the canopy's beginning, um, but even thin on the outside of the tree line, the actual trees themselves are smooth purple bark. And the trees you were talking about, Yasha? Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Have you seen these kind of trees before? Yes, I have. I have. Um, but just the uh, end of this forest. I've, I've never been up this high. But you lived kind of close? Uh, close enough. Were yes. you an arborist? I don't know if I know what that is. I know what that is. A tree scientist? Oh, well, if I don't know what it is, How I would know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I were, that sounds very cool. But you lived right around here? Not around here, no. Further south. This is your home. Oh. I put my hood up and just. That's beautiful. Tuck. You guys get closer and closer until eventually you and you pick up first, because you would. Uh, actually, Jester, Caleb, and Beauregard, and Caduceus all can see there's some lazy trails of smoke. They kind of break the gray skyline ahead of you. And above, kind of following those down, you can see it looks to be a cluster of uh, tents or you know cloth abodes of some kind. You can see little elements that look like small temporary domiciles. It's, it's clean smoke, not, oh god, something has just caught fire. It's clean it's smoke. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's like white and white. gray. Could be the mine. Could be the mine. At the very least, the it's a. Mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, it's somewhere to rest for a spell. As you get closer, you could you begin to make out the details of it to see what appears to be a host of tents, workers, and soldiers. Hey. Uh, they're settled haphazardly upon the hard rocky floor of this valley. The uh, somewhat disheveled. You know, folk pile their tools on one end and their weapons on the other. Uh, you can see the presence of Aurora Watch soldiers is minimal. As you get close, you can see maybe in amongst about 14 or so soldiers with 100 plus, looks like miners, smelters, forge workers, and other worker folk. Um, so, do you approach? Hmm. Why don't you introduce us? 
to who, the miners? Yeah, we need yeah. to know where these giants are. Someone's got to ask. All right. Do we spot a more sizable tent amongst them? Make perception check. 13. 13. Yeah, uh, as you begin to approach, the more bounders kind of slowing down a bit. You know, there are definitely people kind of glancing off and seeing you approach. And once again, more bounders aren't common this far east, and so people kind of stop what they're doing. Like, what is going on? You know, it's still a commotion. Um, but you do see one tent that is larger than the rest. Um, it looks a little damaged. It looks like part of it is shredded and then it's been stitched shut. Uh, quick patchwork job, but it is larger than most. You guys approach on Moorbounder back. One of the Aurora Watch Guards looks out and sees you begin to approach and darts towards the tent and then comes back out with two of the other Aurora Guards and you see a uh, an older drow uh, with, he's male with shoulder length hair uh, and a goatee that looks a little scraggly. Uh, his hard facial features, he's a bit plump. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see dirt and sweat kind of dappled around the corners of the face um, of the otherwise what is going to be well kept and cleaned. Um, he's dressed in a uh, a standard tunic, nice pants, um, and seems to be wearing a, quite a bit of jewelry compared to the rest of the folk here. But as he approaches with the rest of these Aurora Watch Guards, he looks over and goes, Can I help you? Any of you, please tell me what you're doing here. Yeah, we're here to see the foreman. You've found the foreman. Oh. What is your business here? Good for you. Uh, we've been sent here on behalf of Professor Wacko. Oh, really? By the professor? Yep. Well, that is, that is fantastic. Wonderful, even. I love and your why en- did she send you here? Love your enthusiasm. Apparently, you have a giant problem. Well, there is a problem, but uh, I do not know if it's necessarily one that you, uh, seven could necessarily. We're giant <laughs> killers. We've killed giants before, we can kill this one. So many giants, that's, really? what, that's, that, that's that, our special. That is very difficult to uh, believe. I mean, no offense, but. Uh, Jester, pull out the heart. <laughs> oh boy. And what am I looking at? See this sludgy heart? I see it, yes, you brought it and put it in front of me. It's, it's pretty from big, a isn't it? giant monster. I put it back in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Make an intimidate check. Don't look at it too long. <laughs> it's real sludgy. God dang it! Oh boy. <laughs> oh, he goes, <laughs> Very scary, that monster you killed, I guess, maybe. Um. <laughs> and how do you intend to kill these giants, if I might be so curious? How many are there? Are you the leader? Yes, he's our captain. Uh, I mean, he's our no. really strong, he's our really s- smart well, captain. Well, someone who's on the chopping block, you ask a lot of questions of the privileged favorites of the Bright Queen. Chopping block, not at all. We are merely awaiting. We? I'm talking about you, friend. You have not done a very good job out here. We're here to fix it for you. I I would stop talking if I were you. How many giants have you seen in the past month? Make an intimidation check. 27. Oh, shit! I love you. I love you so much. A little bit. 
the guards actually kind of like look over, like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "Well, th- there, there was an unfortunate, in- there was an unfortunate incursion oh. um, of what we count to be about seven oh. or eight giants. Um, they, we, they, they came down from the mountain without warning." Stormed into the middle of our mining encampment, as well as the steelworks, and began to just toss and destroy. We fought back valiantly, lost many men, mm. and uh, escaped with our lives and uh, a good amount of our equipment. And what do you we have to show for this encounter? We have sent uh, word to uh, Rosona. How many did you kill? We have not killed any yet because we are awaiting reinforcements. You are wearing a lot of jewelry for someone that does not. I have earned this. If you raise your voice one more time, we might just have to take you back with us. (laughs) You don't get to talk anymore. Uh, Anybody else point us in the direction of these giants so we can help you keep your job? Um. The other guards looking at each other like, uh. Captain Ford. Yes. Uh, perhaps also if there's some witnesses to the actual event who uh, um, were of sound mind to perhaps see what kind of, of giants these were and if they were armed or otherwise if they seemed to be interested in something in the mines. Foreman, like did you manage to keep any of your workers alive? Yes, there are many around. not to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, it, You can point. <laughs> he points to the rest of the entire grouping of people around. Mm. <laughs> Tell you what, since my lieutenant over here is tired of hearing you speak, why don't you go find someone that can give us a first-hand account of what happened? Now. And he turns around and walks away. All the three Aurora watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three Aurora watch are kind of standing there, taken back by this, and kind of looking at you like. Eventually, he returns uh, with another one of the uh, the workers in the vicinity. Younger, you see, uh, looks to be um, uh, an orc, maybe. In his late teens, early twenties, um, has a, a bit of a, a wound on his shoulder that's currently bandaged up, and he looks a bit bruised. Uh, hair is kind of long and over one eye, and just kind of dirty. And he kind of approaches and goes, "Um, hi. Uh, what? Is there, is there a question? How you doing, son? Could you answer the man? Could you tell us what happened to you? Uh, yeah, we were. Um, we." We were all just working as we normally do, and then there was a loud crushing, grinding noise, and over the wall, these big gray giants started storming past the outskirts of the of the outpost, and they started just yelling, and and we tried to fight them back, and they started stomping, and they hurt and killed a few people, and. We hurt a couple of them, but they were. We just grabbed our things and ran, and, and they've been there for well over seven days, eight days now, and we're just um, supposedly right. Look, looks over to the foreman, look, wait, waiting on um, on more soldier reinforcements. That is correct, and um, 
had we not sent most of our recently uh, nearby forces west to the front lines, we would have more available to help in this endeavor, but I'm certain they're coming. Thank you. And the orc kind of turns around and heads back. So you did not fight them, you ran? There was a fighting, but we had, we have soldiers intended to help keep things at bay, like the spiders and the other creatures that exist in the forest. We weren't expecting that many giants out of nowhere to attack. We didn't have the means to defend ourselves. Mm. Well. You say you were sent by the professor, correct? Uh, it's. <laughs> She thinks you can handle this better than we could. And uh, uh, I'll tell you what, if you manage to do this and make it under the banner of uh, Den Icosrin, uh, bring me along when you return and uh, tell her that to her face, and I'll, I'll beat her off with an additional 20%, whatever she's paying. I like what you're wearing around your neck. I'll have that. Do we have a deal? I said, I'll have that. Make another intimidation check. <laughs> 16. Mm. <laughs> 17. 17. Second. Thaumaturgy in the eyes. Mm. They start to go a little cloudy. <laughs> Mind her? <do>? Yeah. Hassle. <laughs> 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 uh, it kind of like grass at his necklace and it's like. I don't know where the professor found such thugs, but you do not want to mess with Den Icosrin. All right, I'm offering you a chance to make more money. Now, based on how you've arrived, it appears to me that you are um, sell swords. Yes. Sure. I can tell you. I can pay you more. Yannick strides slowly up next to this man's big tent, and Caleb leans over and says, piss. Oh, God. And Yannick's back leg comes up, and a stream of urine starts running down the side of his tent. You've been out here for an awful long while. You seem to think that you're still in good favor with your den. Is that appropriate? Make a deception check. Oh. <laughs> 19. 19? Such a long way. Information can get lost so easily. No, you're, you're bluffing. You're bluffing. You no. Twenty-five <laughs> percent. The necklace. You'll need it. All right. Let's get started. Let's go. Good luck. You don't need to be wishing us good luck. And we walk away. Yeah, right. As away. you guys can turn the corner, you can see like about another 20 or so of the nearby folk who've just been kind of waiting around. They're not working, they can't do anything here, so they're just sitting and talking and biding their time. Have all gathered nearby to watch these last few moments of involvement. As soon as you guys kind of meander around the corner, you hear a voice go, And some muttering and voices and that was impressive. Wow, work. very impressive. That was the most intimidating I've ever seen. Yeah, that was very nice. But 
How do we kill seven giants? Yeah. Oh, we're still doing that part? I think we have I to I was now. just focusing on the embarrassing you part. You did that perfectly. Well, cool. that's just the cherry on top. We do Let's have to uh, perhaps take a, take a look at the situation. Also, yes. gray, gray giants? I don't know what kind of giants. Yeah, I mean. Probably should have gotten more details and all of that. <laughs> I think that's what we were going to get. Yeah, but you put on a very good show back there. I don't think we want to. That alone. Jiggle that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we can scout the, and just uh, watch for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can talk to the giants and make them hate each other, and then they'll fight each other, and then. So they might want through. something specific that we could help them get. I don't know. They also might be dumb as rocks. We'll have to find out. All right. Do the gray giants sound familiar to me at all? You've not encountered them in your time. You haven't spent much time in the vicinity of a place that might house these. You know, you've, you've spent most of your life in the moorlands, uh, the you know, uh, moorlands, far south of here, and uh, you've not encountered a gray giant necessarily. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. Okay, we're going to need some intel, some proper intel. Then uh, we need to take a look at these things firsthand. Maybe uh, get the sense of how big they are. If they've, I don't know what they want. Do these moorbounders uh, track scent? Yarn ball. <laughs> Do you track? <laughs> I can ask. We don't have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yarn ball. I know. Weird. Uh, <laughs> so if you. Smell something that we're looking for, like a creature. Could you like tell where the creature was just by smelling it? You, uh, yeah, it seems Whoa. pretty positive about that. We don't have anything that's super that smells cool. like the creature that we want. So we're going to be hunting some very dangerous things, but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll make sure that you get a get a taste of something. Can you fight? You want to fight giants with us? I think that's a yes. You don't they don't respond. They don't actually know what you're saying. They have no idea what you're saying. Oh, ask if they want to fight giants with us. Oh, want to fight some giants? They don't know what giants. Are. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen one before. Oh wow. They have no context in the. <laughs> do we want to head over to the direction of maybe some destruction and try let's and pick up a giant set? Let's do it. Or at the very least, also see if we can get a get a look at the, these these yeah, things. Yeah, let's go there. I'm ready to kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, first off, what's the marching order here? Oh, jeez. Yarn balls in the front. Yarn ball in the front. Ford in the front. I'm riding behind Ford and then. So that's four gesture not in, on yarn ball in the front. Yeah. We'll be in the middle. Deuces and Yasha in the middle. And uh, I'll be keeping my eyes fucking peeled. Hi. Guess we'll take the rear. Yeah. Alrighty. That seems that seems very reasonable. So, uh, as you guys begin to you skirt around the outside of this uh, this cluster of displaced workers and miners, uh, which apparently, based on what just happened, you can see a number of them are like following the perimeter and watching you guys leave. Both kind of just curious, and some being like, "Oh shit." <laughs> um, until eventually you break the tree line heading westward into the Vermilog. Now, mm -hmm. I just had a thought. Do we want a guide? 
we want a miner who maybe knows the mines to just quickly maybe show us if there's anything we're going to miss. They can send them back before this fighting starts. Sure. Just before we leave camp. Or I'll, go okay, ahead. I'll do the I'll do the sweet smell. So, so before we head off, is there anyone who's feeling particularly brave? Uh, there might be a little coin in it for you. We just we don't need a fighter. We just would love somebody who has a, a particular understanding of the territory. Maybe somebody who really feels like they know the mines. We're we're not going to ask you to guide. We're not going to we're going to try and keep you out of the way. We just we would love somebody who really knows the land. This kind of uh, motley crew of, of characters kind of look amongst each other. A lot of them seem relatively shell-shocked, or at least not interested in going back to whatever had transpired. Sure. Uh, one of them kind of steps <laughs> forward. You see um, a hobgoblin, which, you know, it's, I would say, from your experience, a unique it, orcish in stature and the fact that it is, it is tall and mm. is broad, um, but, uh, you know, a, a wide nose, kind of a, a deep, Reddish brown skin, uh, darker uh, red hair, kind of pulled into a loose ponytail on the back, and just general clothes. Kind of steps forward and goes, "I, uh, I'll help for coin." Sure. Uh, everybody, uh, just out of curiosity, to the group, you all feel that this this uh, what's your name, friend? Uh, Dorman. Dorman. Dorman is a fine representation of the best of best of what makes a fine miner in this community. Seeing if everyone seems like they like the guy. <laughs> they all kind of laugh. He's like, Shh. "Yeah, there's a, there's coin involved, and we'll try and keep you out of." <laughs> uh, I ain't is, no gummy. Oh no, you're very fair. How does uh, uh let's say, yeah, this is dangerous, I suppose. Uh, four gold now and four more on completion. Deal. All right. Um, am I riding on one of your beasts? Uh, yeah. Um, we have room in the back. Oh, um, maybe how about the middle one? With maybe the, ride with the, the, the him, with him and her. Yeah, you can. Yeah, ride. yeah. Come on. Up. You can get in the middle of us. I'll walk. Okay. We're going to be kind of fast. Who's guiding you? We're going to be kind of slow. Lead on. He goes and grabs the satchel. It's kind of ballsy for like a a worker here. I'm into it. Throws it over his shoulder and kind of begins to lead you guys into the Vermalock. A slower pace than you were hoping for, but nevertheless, that's what happens when you have a guide that apparently doesn't want to ride with you. Um, so this is certainly unlike any forest you've seen. Uh, the thick leaves and canopy, um, kind of it's about 10, 12 feet off the compost, heavy forest floors comprised of a vibrant net of deep reds and oranges and maroon leaves uh, sprouting from smooth barked trees of purple wood. Heavy roots bulk at the base of the tree, about four feet off the ground, and kind of spring outward, some leaving tiny entrances to small hollows that are shaded within and below the tree. Um, it's kind of like hidden chambers. Uh, the foliage and the tall brown red ferns that clutter uh, the vicinity the space are occasionally broken by bright yellow flowers that poke through in these large clusters. Um, you can see jutting rock formations occasionally, like somebody had punched a section of the earth beneath and just kind of 
sticking up like so many large, heavy monoliths that are naturally formed. Um, the air itself is a strange mix of fermenting mulch and like a sweet perfume. And it's eerily quiet and beautiful. Yasha, you've been in this forest before, though we're on the other side of the Penumbra Range and the far sort of the furthest southern area. Um, your memory of this forest generally at this point isn't as clean. It's usually more web-tattered. So you're like, oh, this is kind of nice that it's a little more clear, especially if you're going in a little deeper and deeper. Uh, quietly, your hobgoblin guide begins to continue leading you through. Uh, I would like all of the more bounders to go ahead and make stealth checks for me, please, since they're the ones who are actually journeying forward. I'm throwing up mage armor, too. Okay. Oh, <laughs> ruin everything. So, does the Warden Bounder get an extra bonus to stealth, or? Uh, it gets, it should, on the, the sheet that I gave to one of you, oh. uh, the Warbounder stats should have it. Uh, yeah, uh, dexterity plus Thank zero. You. So just a straight? Straight, straight roll. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to roll. Well, that's better than it could have been. 14? Nine. Mm-hmm. 17. Okay. So universally, it balanced out to be fair. Um, you continue to push forward. Uh, for about uh, 25 minutes or so at this pace, 30 minutes, uh, until eventually the hobgoblin kind of stops and kind of going to the side of this path, glancing past one of the trees, goes, yeah, up ahead. You kind of turn on the corner, you can see there's a bit of a clearing that's been carved in the center of the Vermilock here. The canopy gives way, and uh, sunlight itself is coming down through the lush red top. Um, and you see the outside of a, it looks like a fort. You see tall purple wooden planks that are set vertically, side to side, roped together, sharpened to a point towards the top. You see a gate. Um, you see this long wall that encompasses and fills the entirety of this clearing. You see, uh, from this perspective, one tower that's prominently towards the front to the left of the gate, and one that's a little further back, just the top of it peaking, these kind of watchtowers that are part of the exterior uh, of this, what seems to be the entrance to the steelworks, as he points out. Um, You can see it's a bit uh, but in disarray, there's a couple of, of uh, packs that are kind of just strewn and left on the ground, scattered on the outside of the gate near you. You can see some rocks that are kind of sitting on top, and looks like there's uh, sections at the very, very top of the wall where the wood's broken a bit, like it had suffered some damage from something. Um, make a perception check, Caduceus, uh, Jester, and Caleb, if you don't mind. Come on, Laura Bailey. Whoa. Oh, 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 thank God. Yes. Eleven. Nine. Okay. So while you guys are all glancing forward, <laughs> so you notice, um, one, you can see the uh, 
the errant batches of logs and tools left outside. You glance up over the uh, the perimeter way, uh, the gate that doesn't permit entry. You see two like heavy gray stones just kind of f- floating oh, past the top of the fence, gently bobbing. And then one of them kind of bobs out of view, and then one lifts up over the edge, and you see a pair of eyes kind of glance over. And you realize at this point, this is one of these giants kind of just looking over at the perimeter, glancing around. Um, you're guessing at this distance. You, you don't quite know how, how tall the wall is, but it looks like it stands and can look over the wall. Um, All of you kind of hold your breath as Jester points this out, and the more boundaries kind of. The giant scans the nearby tree line. Scans past you guys again. Fingers come off of the edge and turns around and kind of dissipates behind from the vanishing point over the top of the wall, you can no longer see them. But you see there, apparently at least two at this immediate juncture are visible within the interior. There's a gate, but it's not open or anything? There there was a double gate, maybe about 10 feet tall, five feet wide, uh, to each door side that is currently closed Mm -hmm. to you. 10 feet tall, all right. Six or seven, wow. Um, you do see some some heavy rocks and stones that are kind of either the fort was built around or replaced there. They kind of push up against some of the wall. Um, so uh, uh, they were really big. Two of them, right? We promised uh, to kill them all, and we told everyone we're giant killers. What's our play here? I need a little more information from our friend. We want to the entire perimeter of this place. Remember Lorenzo's hideout? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that, but with giants. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, one float. at a time, lure them out. Try not to take them all at once. Maybe we should make one of them work for us. Can we do that? Can you do that? Maybe more than one. Mm-hmm. Think you can take those two? Have them get us deeper inside? If I had to guess, these two are patrol. Watching the borders and the boundaries. And there are more on the inside. Let's come into the tree line a little bit, a little bit closer, just so we're not quite as close. We also have to assume, like, why? Why are they here? Do they have like a leader? Is there like a king, troll, Probably. giant, whatever? Is on the inside. I think that we should make an effort to go around this entire place and see if we spot any more, and Let's then do that. I like your idea. I could also turn one into a skunk, if need be. Real, uh, real oh, hey, I could do that too. That's a really good idea, Caleb. They are probably not that bright. Yeah. Uh, real quick, friend, if you could do me a favor, and I grab a stick off the ground. You uh, think it's possible to draw a little map of what it's like in there? As you can see, like he's. Visibly shaken by the proximity of the yeah, giants, I'm gonna and ba- like, I'm going to back him away from that into the forest a bit. His eyes are kind of peering in that direction. His mouth's kind of uh, slightly agape. Uh, takes a stick and kind of draws, and you can see there's there's on 
the nearest side to you, he points out, is the uh, the steelworks, mm-hmm. and like the whole the shape of the steelworks is almost like a like an open, uh, almost like a hexagon that is carved. The top of it is he- carved out of. And he sure. says, uh, "The steelworks were built onto the uh, the mining encampment. It was affixed to it when the fighting began with the Empire." Originally, it was just a mining camp, so it's kind of tacked on. Gotcha. Um, and then he draws the actual mining camp, which uh, resembles a, like a large trapezoid. It evens off, and he says, "There's, there's a, uh, a primitive fence around the mining encampment, which is further west of here. And then this steelworks here is kind of a, a, a partial primitive fence that meets two different sides of the mining encampment." Is this the only way in, or is there any is there any other way? Uh, this gate is the the, the front gate, um, but there are. I mean, the rest of the wall is closed off. There is one other gate on another side, but I could make a gate for us anywhere we want. That's true. If you could just magically step through the gate anywhere, where would be? Uh, is there anywhere that you would uh, recommend people appear? Uh, if you wanted to be sneaky. I, there would be maybe. On this on this thing you've drawn on the ground, if we were going to sneak in and if the fence was no object. Uh, there is, there is a, there is a blacksmith uh, installation a uh, little ways south, further on the way that has about a 10 foot space between the wall and the actual building that would maybe Allow you a bit of a, a quiet entry. I'm excited by this plan. Let's go no, there. It's up to you. I am. Um, Can you just put a little put a little X on this crude uh, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marks it a bit. And from this point here, this blacksmith to that spot there, where we're seeing these two gentlemen with their stones. Well, how far apart are those two points? Would you guess? Uh, a few hundred feet. A few hundred feet. I feel pretty confident about everything we've gotten. Do we do a circuit first and then go there? Yeah. Should we do a two-party two, two circuit? Do it crazy, crazy stealthy, though, because those giants, maybe, man, they can maybe see we, over the wall. Do we do it on foot? Yeah, leave them. Right. If you wouldn't mind, uh, well, no, you can't take care of the warbinders. Let's bring the warbinders a little further into the into the forest, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, away from, yeah. 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 Um, I think I think that you've done plenty. I do too. I'm I'm good. I'm done. Here's a, here's, a, here's five for you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Thank you. As soon as he gets the gold, he turns around and quietly begins walking back where he came. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's a headshot. <laughs> All right. Let's split up and go around. Um, who? How do we want to split the? I'll go right. We'll go left. We'll go right down the middle. No, no. Oh, wait, no, we're with you. We'll we'll go go right. Right. I'll go right. I'll go left. So. Oh boy. Where were you? Going right or left? Maybe I should go right, you go left, so that we split the clerics. As long as we split the clerics, everything yeah. should be fine. All right. All right, so who's going left? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're going right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Stealth rolls for you beasts, please. Oh, we're leaving. Oh, you're going to play. Right, so stealth rolls for the troop. Oh, boy. 
cocked it over any die I have ever rolled. Finally, a good roll. 13. <coughs> 27. 12. 32. Oh, no. 17. Oh, no. Five. Come on, Ashley. Spell so check. Terrible. Come on. Yes. It's your specialty. Classic. It's your specialty. I rolled a one. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> okay. So you guys begin to disperse. And uh, as you guys are quietly stepping forward, what you didn't notice, Yasha, was eating in the hollow by one of these trees as you're stepping by appears to be a small, kind of gangly, possibly diseased, like a beaver or wolverine type creature. And you just step on its tail and it attacks your ankle and you kick it off, off that side. You look back at the rest of the group, you just hear. Get down, get down. Just they're, they're half of the party, right? Hmm? Or yeah, this is like, like a minute after you guys split, so oh. you're 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 a little ways away, but, but not that far. Split in front. Of yeah, you guys heard this. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that we can all duck and cover nearby, like nearby tree line? Yeah, you all think you've ducked and covered. Right. Okay. It's the stealth roll has already happened. Stealth roll has already happened. Yeah. Um, so you all go and hide, and you watch as two of them kind of look over. Oh boy. Oh boy. One of them kind of turns around and walks back. The other one goes. How far away is it? And the head ducks down. How far far away? How far away? Uh, From where you are right now, I'd say you're eyeballing about 60 feet. I'm getting ready to run because I know what's coming. They're both about 60 feet away? Uh, No, the other one's further back. Um, I'm waiting for it. And, yeah. and it chucks a large stone that woof, is heading right for Yasha. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back, Ashley Jones. Hey. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that definitely hits. Okay. <laughs> so, as this large stone. It hits the ground before you. Dirt sprays in your direction as you try to pull back. It rolls and slams into you, sending you ten feet back. Your head is ringing from the impact. Uh, this is going to be twenty-five points of bludgeoning damage, and okay. you have to make a strength saving throw for me. Okay. Do I have resistance to bludgeoning? I'm just you only, that. you're not raging, so you're, you don't. That's right. Okay. Uh, what did you just say to do? I'm sorry. Roll. Make a strength saving throw for me, please. Make a strength saving throw. Oh, yay. That's, That's cocked. Natural 20. Whoa. Natural 20. So it hits you, and as opposed to falling onto your back, you dig in your heels and actually <laughs> grinding back about three feet, you manage to stop the rolling oh. of the boulder in place, and it kind of comes to rest. And that hurt, and you can feel like the blood rushing from your nose. It might be broken. And as you look up over the edge, you can see the giant looking right at you. And its fingers oh, no. curl back, and it kind of backs into the fort. It knows you're here. And that's where we're going to go. Oh, oh my God. Oh. 
pick up. We'll pick up on this oh, man. next week. Jesus. Well, that's so a... much for stealth mode. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you can get around it. Sometimes you can. It's all good. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, Ashley. Yay! Yay! Oh man! All right, we're jumping oh, right into it next week. Oh man! Oh my god! I'm wow. so excited. Oh man! Well, oh yeah. Well, wow. We're gonna jump into this for the end of our camp for the end of our uh, Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Next week. Yeah. Oh man. I'm ready. Oh, we know what? nothing. Uh-oh. We're doing a brunch next week or no? I don't know. I mean, should we? I mean, we can because wherever we're wearing, we have to wear it for the after party. Oh, oh right. wow! Right. That'd be interesting. Oh. Sure. <laughs> Travis is not. Maybe we shouldn't have mimosas before the after. Let's let's save the brunch for. We'll save the brunch for after. something else. Yeah. 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 We'll do we'll do it for like something. Yeah, another like a like a one shotty. Yeah. Have fun of it. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys. Ashley, welcome back. Thank Missed you. you. So Yay! Happy Yay. So glad to be back. Oh my god. Um, we'll be back next Thursday to pick up where we left off and. Close out the Kickstarter campaign. Oh my gosh. Oh man. In the interim, thank you guys so much for coming along with us tonight as we play. We love you very much, and is it Thursday yet? Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Role. If you've enjoyed this ever weaving story, please consider rating and reviewing our podcast. You might just inspire someone new to hop on the wagon for the journey. We have plenty more stories to tell. Stay tuned. And we'll see you next time.